It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So over this weekend, we got news that more documents have been found at the, uh, the Joe Biden residence. But that's not the, the big news. The big news is that on a background screening request application, Hunter Biden listed this address as his current residence and that he paid $49,910 per month for this Wilmington, Delaware residence. And I said, look, even if he was renting the whole house to himself, that's like five grand per month in Wilmington, Delaware. That's like the high end. For what reason was Hunter Biden paying 10 times the average rent to live in his dad's house? I don't know. Maybe this was how he got the uh, 10% for the big guy sent his way. How do you clean money? If, if Joe Biden's setting up the business, Hunter Biden's doing it, how does the money then go from Hunter to Joe and get cleaned up? Just pay rent. And when Joe Biden files his taxes, he doesn't itemize which apartment generated which, which income. He just says rental income X and then puts some ridiculous number. So it could be that. We'll talk about that and a whole bunch more surrounding Joe and Hunter Biden. Plus, we've got the World Economic Forum predicting a global recession. And then, of course, Wyoming is going to ban electric cars to shore up the fossil fuel industry. Man. What an interesting week. My voice is also still kind of crummy, but uh, bear with us as uh, we're, we're, we're coming back into the swing of things. Thanks for hanging out. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work directly. Click that Join Us button and you'll get access to exclusive uncensored segments from this show, Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. And I will also add, you will be aiding in our cultural endeavors. The haters told me I wasn't allowed to skate in the local spots. They actually tell me that. They told other people that. And so we did an event. We showed up. It was great. Bunch of locals were there skating, had a great time. People were giving me fist bumps. They want to make you think they control these spaces. They do not. Simply by showing up and doing our thing, we won. For all the people who are scared to speak out, I'm telling you, don't be afraid. These people do not have the power you think they do. So thank you all for the support. Smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Osiris of Middle Maga. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm Osiris, and I have a website and a YouTube channel called Middle MAGA, and I'm all over, I'm all over the map politically. I like libertarians. I like MAGA. I like the populist left. Tim's had Kim Iverson on, Jen Perlman. I uh, really like them. So I, I started out after the pandemic, and I saw the craziness, like you're talking about Biden and people trying to you know, go after you for skating in the park. And I'm like, I got to get a mic, grab the Canon M50, went in my basement and just started recording, and I'm here. Right on, man. Thanks for joining us. It should be fun. Thank you. All right, we got Luke. Hey, guys. Lots of crazy news today, as today we also celebrate the day that the government assassinated someone and then made a holiday for that particular someone, paid for by, of course, your tax dollars. That's why today I'm wearing my Make Taxation <laughs> Theft Again shirt, and if you agree with that, you can get the shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com and, of course, support my efforts here. Thank you again so much for having me. 
Ian. Hi, everyone. You? Ian Croft, doing really well. Thanks for asking, Luke. How's your uh, the, the, uh, new year? Uh, what was the thing? Resolution? Yeah. How's that I'm going? building muscle. So far, so good. Okay. I, I've had positive feedback. Um, I saw him carrying on a garbage bag full of chimichangas. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll just keep pushing. I mean, he's that's cultivating my, mass. That's my mind. When I get started on something, I get obsessive about it for the most part, which is why I don't do a lot of things. But when I do, I do them well. <laughs> he sleeps very well. Yes, I, I, I rest is a big part of it. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> a lot of rest. It's all. It's all of it. It's rock and roll, baby. <laughs> hey, and I am Surge.com. As always, guys, let's just start rolling. All right, let's jump into this first story. We have this tweet from Miranda Devine. She says in 2018. Hunter Biden claimed he owned the house where Joe Biden kept classified documents alongside his Corvette in the garage. Take a look at this. On this silly little document, you can see, oh, I can't even scroll down. I got to do it this way. Here we go. You scroll down and you can see right here, monthly rent, 49910 He lived there, move-in date, March 20th, 20, I'm sorry, March 2017 to February 2018. So 11 months, he's paying his dad 50 grand and you can see current address is the Wilmington address. What's uh, what's Hunter doing spending 10 times the high end for rent to live in this house? I mean, look, you want to talk about the documents that should not have been in those properties. You want to talk about who else had access to those documents at his pen, his UPenn uh, office, as well as his house. And it all sounds very dirty. And then from that, we're now kind of discovering that uh, Hunter Biden, I, I think this is this is this is evidence of funneling money money surreptitiously to his dad. Now I, I want to say proof, but I, I, it is possible he fabricated that number, and he's trying to make it seem like he spends a lot of money. I don't know why you would do that. So I think this is very very strong evidence that that's what he was doing. He was funneling money to his dad. Well, it is a lot of money, and it doesn't really make sense in that particular neighborhood, but. Hunter Biden is a big spender. He, he spends tens of thousands of dollars on sex workers and on a lot of drugs. There's also a, a, a text message that the New York Post is reporting on specifically detailing how Hunter Biden allegedly was covering a lot of his family expenses and giving as much as 50% of his earnings to his father. This is according to some of the text messages through the laptop that were leaked. One specific text message reads, quote, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years hunter raged to his daughter naomi in january 2019 it's really hard but don't worry unlike pop i won't make you give me half your salary that's hunter biden texting his daughter that's that's pretty telling there yeah you say yeah what we see here is evidence of washing money like you said i'm not going to say proof but this looks like they're doing the laundry and i think this is real there's two things. MAGA came in the house. You just had Matt Gates on Friday. MAGA's really going to do the church-like commission, and that's going to put pressure on Biden. That's why we're starting to see some of these things come out, in my opinion. And they have to look impartial. So now they can say we're going after Trump and Biden. And then on top of that, I don't think Democrats want Biden in 2024. Are you serious? Yeah. So it solves two problems for them. I think, and Joe Scarborough's on TV, along with Mika, going after Biden because he's handled this sloppily. They had the message like, we don't think there's any more documents out there. Then how many did we see? Three or four now? Yeah, the number one thing with crisis management is you nip it in the butt. You say, here's everything. 
and then you don't have to talk about it anymore. So something's something's wrong. I think he's in danger. You brought up a very good point because you know the corporate media usually regurgitates any slop he throws on the floor, and they and they love it. They they suck it right up. They spit it right at you, looking at you, smiling as they their propaganda and their bullcrap. They got him elected. If it wasn't for the corporate media, the, the uh, Joe Biden hiding in his basement would not be president of the United States right now. Also, social media, also the intelligence agencies, also a lot of black money. Uh, but but, but that's a separate topic here. So I do think there's something behind the scenes happening right now. It could be him saying, hey, I'm going to be running in, in 2024. I'm, I want to be the next president of the United States. And some powerful people saying, no, you're not. You're going to play ball and you're, you're going to give this to Buttigieg or Kamala or Oprah or Michelle, whoever it may be. But but I think there's a larger power struggle. And it, and it might not even be around the election. It could be something related to the collapse of the economy, the globalists or internationalists, the, the shadowy elite could be like we're going to crash this economy under your watch he's like nope don't do it who knows what's going on here but this smells a foot here because this doesn't really add up to what usually happens in washington dc i think it's weird because joe biden is the establishment they don't need to to do this to get rid of him they he they could just be like all right hey buddy we're not gonna have you run in 2024 i'll go okay Unless they want to get rid of him early. Then they're like, okay, here's how we're going to get you out early. We're going to find documents. You're going to apologize. It's going to be no big deal. And then you're going to resign. What, what, if, maybe. what if Jill doesn't like Kamala that's allegedly out there in the wind? And if he steps down, it would have to be Kamala, at least at first. Do you think it's possible that they, that, I don't think they tell them directly. These are all signs that, Jill, your time's up. I don't think there's any yeah. secret meeting where they come in and say, Joe, don't run. But do you, what, do you, if you, what, what if Kamala's next in line and they're like, we don't want Kamala. We want Buttigieg or Hakeem Jeffries or At whoever At this point, else. it's McCarthy. McCarthy? If, yeah, if, if, if Joe and Kamala are out, the next in line for the well, presidency is a speaker. Well, I mean, if Joe's... For 2024, we're 2024, talking about. 2024, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they need to do this to mm-hmm. stop Joe from running in 2024. Yeah. They just need to not give him the... IV drugs they've been giving him, you know. What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just let him fall asleep. Yeah. Man, 50, <laughs> don't run him. Well, there's only so many replicas of him that they have. Okay, so they might be running out. <laughs> and they're, and they're, and they're they're getting worse. They're like degrading in quality. Joe Biden number five is not doing too well. Okay, sorry, Ian, you <laughs> it, had a it's point. Just, uh, Fifty thousand dollars a month in rent is complete. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's, it's, it's not normal. That, that can't. Not, I don't know if I could say that can't be real. Is it possible that an apartment building no is 10? No, yeah, it doesn't no. seem real. 50,000? Tons, tons of people have gone through the, the, the rentals in the area. And the highest is 6,000. So and the average is like three. The IRS would, in any other circumstance, would look at this and be like, oh, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, I would think so. Like, he's lying. Like, I'll put it this Maybe way. That's also illegal. What, so if, like, Ian, let's say I want to give you a million dollars. You've got to pay a gift tax on it. There's, there's, a, there's a bunch of things you can do, but there's like 15,000 is the yearly tax limit. If I pay you a million dollars, you got to pay income tax on it. And so you've get, you get people who are like, how can I get the money to someone in a, way, in, in a certain way, right? Okay, how about I buy a, a painting for a million dollars, sit on it for a little while, then claim it's only worth a dollar, 
sell it to you for a dollar, you can then say, oh, it appreciated to a million dollars, and now you have a million dollar asset. You still have to pay taxes on it. I think what this is evidence, uh, uh, so, so anyway, my point with that is, the IRS tracks for these things because you can't just give the money to someone. Now, rental income is still going to have, uh, uh, it's going to be taxed. So what I think this is evidence of is not necessarily that Hunter is trying to secretly give money, you know, as, as, like, as a gift. I think what he's trying to do is clean the money. The money's dirty. So he's giving his dad 50 grand a month in rent so that Joe can claim on his taxes rental income and then pay the taxes on it. And now it's clean. Yeah, at its face, that's what it looks like. If Hunter's taking money, dark money now isn't this very blatant i mean this is out in the open so why why would he think he wouldn't get caught here because oh, he's hunter the biden because <laughs> <laughs> he already got away with so many things mm-hmm. uh today he's also in court uh demanding that his uh, four-year-old daughter who he had with a stripper not take his last name so that's what he's up to today that doesn't really say, you know, doesn't really say the, the best things about him. To, you know, these kind, Those of, kind actions. of actions don't scream good father. Yes. Yeah. Just trying to erase the Biden name from is this, this a well, female this bastard as well? Four year old daughter. He's claiming that it's a curse. And that the Biden name? Yeah. He's like, he, she wouldn't live a normal yeah, life. Yeah, he's trying to claim he's protecting her from the abuse that she might get for the Biden name. Which it's, he <laughs> must have been madly abused. I mean, if he thinks that his kid's going to be abused, I would have a feeling that maybe he was too. He's, he's playing games with it. He just doesn't want her to get the Biden name. So he's saying, I'm trying to help you. Don't take the name. But the name actually would help her. Yo, she, Hunter <laughs> is going to blow the lid on this stuff in like a decade, in the next decade. He, he already did. When, when yeah. Joe Biden passes away, the way Hunter's going to be coming clean on all this crap. Now, did you see they are so cold hearted. They hung up stockings for Christmas and didn't include that granddaughter. No, Damn. they included wow. the dog, the cat, everybody. Now, is, I think her name was Navy. I forgot her sure. name. Her name. So that's cold. Yeah, that's is the, the word. That's is the word for is, is the word still bastard if it's a girl? That's a good. I question. don't think so. I think it's just a boy. But let me double check. A bastet. Yes. <laughs> Bastetta. And then on top of that, I forget which news outlet it was. They wrote a headline saying that Joe Biden has six grandkids. He really has seven. So the media, so whatever Biden does in his personal life, that's his decision, as bad as it looks. But why would the media not report accurate numbers? Yeah, and the statistics with fatherless homes are absolutely shocking. When you really start to look at what happens to a family when the father is not there, it is absolutely horrendous. It is absolutely horrible. The possibilities of arrest, of jail, of, of, of murder, of assault, of crime skyrocket up dramatically. Now, when you have you know a father who's in politics, who's been in politics for so long, he, in Washington, D.C. for so long, being the career politician that he is, that usually means he has to neglect being there at home. Or if he was at home, he was maybe trying to get into some showers that some kids were into. But that's a separate story. I don't want to even get into uh, great detail here. But, but I, I think it's fair to say that Joe Biden hasn't been the best father, as, of course, Hunter Biden isn't really showing the best kind of father figures. Uh, he isn't really the best role model here in this particular um, example. I, as far as I can tell, bastards can be women, boys or girls, uh-huh. any child born yeah. out of wedlock. Uh, also, no, bastard also historically called horson. That's horson. The full word horson. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Horse that's son. vicious. That's <laughs> yeah. a vicious label. I don't want that label. That's a vicious one. Horson. They're like, yeah. no, bastard is better. Okay. So, so they, they, they don't. How about snow? 
You know, that, that's that's yeah, the, from oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah that, that that way it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. snow's cool. Yeah, what you get, the, the, what if the judge was like, you can't be a Biden, but you can be a snow. <laughs> <laughs> you get a name from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what a what a sad family, man. It's yeah. like it's like yeah. a, a royal family kind of. They act kind of like that yeah. with that drama and money. You know what I was thinking earlier? Imagine aliens came to our planet and landed in America, and they said, "Take me to your leader." <laughs> this is what would they think? They blow us up. Yeah, they just be like, "This isn't worth it." Like, just gone. Um, there's a story that just came out. Maybe that's that, why they're not visiting. I mean, that's, a, that's a, I mean, these are ants. They show up. The, like it's, it's us looking at ants. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's calling the shots here? This guy? No. 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 I don't know. I think if they did show up, they would treat us the way we treat like animals. You know, we'd mm -hmm. sit back and watch, and then be able, and you know, it's like it's funny because you ever watch Meerkat Manor? No, I haven't seen it. It's that. like all yeah, the meerkats, yeah. they go to war with like, the meerkats have war in tribes and stuff. And you know, they talk about the leader and they give them silly names. That's what the aliens are probably doing. They're like, the Biden family is ridiculed by many. Well, they, I don't know if the aliens have British accents or anything like that. I've, I forgot who I was watching over the weekend, but it was a YouTube video that made the argument that if we do get visited by aliens, that alien would be artificial intelligence. Because if you want to have that kind of long travel, if you want to, of course, send something, why not just send an AI robot? Yeah, so that's what I think. That's what Elon wants to do with the Tesla bot. Everything Elon Musk does is to get to Mars, and I think he knows that it's very difficult to get out of there with the radiation, all that. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's talk about this from the BBC. White House says there are no visitor logs for Biden's home. Okay, so not only did he have classified documents stored there, more than we originally thought, Hunter Biden lived there, was funneling money to his dad, and we don't know who showed up. If Hunter was living there, if he actually was, you know why there's no visitor log? Because the list of hookers would be too long. <laughs> They'd just be like, we got, the, we got, our, it's a Rolex. We got, we got Destiny, LaQuisha, La <laughs> Pink Panther. What else is a good stripper name? Ian, do you know some? Well, Candy, don't leave. Candy. Yeah. She was oh, big yeah. in the 80s. Candy, yeah. Yep. Agnes. Yeah. She's an old one. Agnes. Though. And how many of them are like Fang Fang, like Russian, you know, not Russian or Chinese spies? I guarantee you some of them are probably spies. Too. Joe walks in and Hunter's got like two Russian women on his arms and he's sunglasses and he's smoking a joint. And he's like, who are these? And he's Trixie like, Scarlet. Yeah, Trixie's like, I don't know. Spies, I guess. Just let them in. How did they get past security? What security? There's no logs, there's no security. They're sitting there like reading the classified documents. I hope Hunter Champagne. knows. Champagne, you could read? Like, Simonin? As much as what Hunter complains about not, Joe. Those are not tissues. Did you say synonym? Simonin. That's a, that's a super name. <laughs> right? I, I want Hunter to keep it in mind. No matter. Meg, cardamom, and rosemary. How, how angry you are at Joe. Like, I get Hunter, you're probably pissed off at Joe because the way he treated you throughout your life. But you never would have had a chance to live like this without him. Like, uh, you would have had some cheap job that you hated, barely stringing by. You wouldn't have enough money to pull you out of the gutter when you fell. So, like, be be thankful to your dad for no, at least that. No, no way, dude. What? I, I think I Wait, think Joe that? diddled Hunter. For sh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't, 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 what? Don't say thank him. Yeah, yeah but don't yeah, just put awful. it all on Joe, Hunter. You've been sucking off the tit your whole life, man. It's your responsibility. Take <laughs> care think, of yourself. I think Hunter's a bad dude, but I think he got abused by Joe Biden. Mm. Like, you see the Ashley Biden stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. You mm -hmm. watch Joe Biden grope children and sniff them. What do you think he was doing to Hunter Biden back at home? True. After he lost his daughter and his wife, like what happened to him? I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he took it all out on Hunter. And it's true. Is it true that and he then, and Jill, Jill had an affair and her husband with Joe? That's a rumor. I, don't, I can't confirm that. But Bo was always rest in peace to Bo Biden. He was always the star. He was the one that was supposed to be president now, mm -hmm. not Joe. Oh, and then wow. the problem was Bo, um, Bo Biden was the good one. He was the good son. 
Hunter was always the dark horse, the you know the black sheep. So that that will mess with you mentally too. On top of I don't know what other stuff was going on. What happened to the good one? Um, Bo Biden. Yeah, the cancer. Uh, he, right? Yeah, he died. Um, what's the cancer from? Um, well, I forgot how he. I think got he, it. I think they attribute it to uh, his time in, in Iraq. Yeah, yeah, I think Joe did. I wasn't. I'm not sure if that is exactly why, but Joe did. He thinks that could have played. Yeah. But then Joe claimed that he died in Iraq. No, no, yep, yep, he did. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's no, just no. he's just gone. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not. I mean, Joe lies about everything. Yeah. He, remember when he, he in the eighties he plagiarized that entire Irish dude's life? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Remember when he was <laughs> yeah. saying that he was like the top of his class or something like that? Like he left school or like, in coal mines. <laughs> yeah, he said so much stuff. Family worked. In the Bo Biden mines. died in twenty fifteen uh, from brain, brain cancer at the age of forty six. Yeah. Wow. And they thought it was That's from right. like extensive exposure yeah. to burn pits and stuff like that. Yeah, is that what it was? Uh, it doesn't say, doesn't hear. We don't know really for know. sure on that one. Yeah, there's a book that came out saying it could have been that. Nobody knows for sure. But Bo Biden was a star politician. I mean, he was next in line. Um, he was very good. Military vet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And now the, all they got is Hunter? Yeah. That's got to be brutal. Hunter 2024. That sounded so sad. <laughs> I mean, if there's ever going to be a redemption arc, it has to be with Hunter, right? I would vote for... If Hunter was running for president of the United States, I would vote for him immediately. No, he has no, the experience. No, no who no. do you want running the country? Someone who has never lived a life of, 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 of excitement, of, of just experience, or, or someone who's been sheltered in his, his entire Dude, life? I would watch a Hunter Biden YouTube channel and yeah. I would enjoy it. Oh, that would be dope. But I would not vote for a Biden, any of them. Yeah. No. I, I think he would he would be able to deal with serious problems that Americans are dealing with because he dealt with them himself. Yeah. Right? If, he, if he got the job, he'd keep funneling money to his dad. That that'd be the whole bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's what interested. they're doing already. Like, well, I know that, that wouldn't change anything. But Luke, I'm disappointed in you. What about Fetterman? I know Fetterman, that's a good one too. Fetterman, <laughs> Hunter Biden, Hunter Fetterman, Biden. yeah, 2024. Yes. I like that. I love it. I love it. Make Might as well make, make it all burn down as quickly as possible. <laughs> make make the shirt. Fetterman, Fetterman Biden, 2020. Uh, Hunter Biden, John Fetterman, 2024. Just make it all burn down faster. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I look at a Hunter Biden's Wikipedia page, and the picture they use for him make him look like Steve Carell in his awkward office moments, like Michael <laughs> Michael Scott, super awkward. Big eyes, and then maybe that's just how he looks, Hunter. It's all blurry. The picture's blurry. Like they couldn't just get a normal picture yeah. of him looking, you know, charismatic. I, I asked the audience, "Does this prove Hunter laundered money to Joe?" Eighty-nine percent say yes. So the, the, the challenge with evidence and proof, right? Proof would be like catching him hold, ha, holding, like handing the money. I, I actually think this is as closest to proof as you're going to get. Like mm-hmm. him stating definitively on a, on a background check application that he did give this money to his dad. I suppose what would be better is a bank log showing the transfer so we know what actually happened. Yeah. But him stating he did it is as close to a confession as you're going to get. Yeah. I would say it's evidence, not proof. I said no on that poll because yeah. it could be doctored uh, paper. It could be doctored. There's no official stamp on it. Um, and it could be a well, lie. Yeah, it could be lying on, about on, hold the hold amount. On. Fair point. But any evidence could be doctored. Any and all of it could be doctored. Like you go to, you're in, you're in trial because a guy got murdered. Like here's the murder weapon. It's like, Maybe they've fabricated. So I would look for preponderance of evidence to decide proof. If there's enough evidence that I could say that's probably not doctored or how about how about this? Hunter Biden said he was paying the family expenses. Hunter Biden says his dad was was taking half his salary. In the emails, he said ten percent for the big guy, and then he's giving ten times the high end rent for a rental property that Joe Biden owns. This rent thing should be looked into. This is crazy. 
Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're really close to proof. And what I do on my channel a lot is bring to the bigger picture. You're talking about there are no logs at his private residence. So that means he can, I think he spent 200 days there. He could bring anybody over there and talk about whatever they're talking about. Uh, looking at the big picture, don't we have enough to just really, as a country, all agree we need to look into it? Like, is why would we have a bipartisan, you know, a partisan type of battle over this? Wouldn't you think anybody on any political spectrum would say, this doesn't look right? Well, part of what I've been thinking is just the, the great age of pardons that we're upon is like, okay, the liberal economic order is turning into the new world order. We need to make oversee this change. And why do we hate ourselves for being the, the pilots of the Death Star for the last 70 years? Like, we were basically trying to militaristically control Earth as the United States, like, People did horrible, horrible things. Henry Kissinger, Joe Biden, you name it, Donald Trump, all these people with all these secrets. And it's like, dude, we got to like make the new world order now. We need to make a Republican style decentralized statehood across Earth or the Chinese and the World Economic Forum are going to do it for us. And they're going to make I, a corporate communist state. So I, I, I want to forgive people. That's where I'm at right now. I don't even want to go after Trump and Biden for the stupid stuff. Like we have a bigger deal. Okay, well, I, I, I just want to say there's like a the very big difference between Trump, Biden and Klaus Schwab and all of these people. Like when these people were murdering children, Trump was firing people on TV. Like the worst thing Trump was doing was selling Pepsi or whatever, or being in Home Alone movies, I guess building hotels. The argument is like the worst of the worst American military psychos that have been controlling this liberal economic order. I'm just, I don't feel like witch hunting because we're going to end up pulling back the curtain, realizing we've all been involved in it. We've all been benefiting from it. Like It's true that we have. We've been greatly benefiting from uh, from the, the U.S. empire, the petrodollar, and all that stuff. And uh, I'm not a fan of this idea that the U.S. is the world police. I kind of like the idea that we mind our own business. But since, what, 1913, that's not been the case. And we're the Death Star, you know? Yeah. Do we do we do we shut it all down? What do we do? Well, the, the new world new order, Death Star, the new world order, and Davos, the Switzerland. New, the new world order you fear is already here, and they're working <laughs> with the Chinese. And these internationalists don't give a damn about the United States. They use it as a vehicle. They use it as a vessel, just like they use China. Just like they're testing all the latest Big Brother surveillance technology. There, they're going with their plan of what works out best for them. They have no allegiance to the United States. They're not American. They're internationalists. So you got to understand it from that perspective. And when they talk about it, new world order they're talking about continuing pretty much the, the way that the things are but for a better benef benefit for them so well, I th we would need like a populist an upright new world order like a popular world order that people actually want not that's, let corporations top down decide it or you're gonna say yeah but that's mega that's how i view mega what you just said I wouldn't say the New World Order just because it rubs people the wrong way, but yeah, it's a populist movement. You saw the holdup of the speaker vote. We, have, we haven't seen anything like that in 100 years. International nationalism. That's what people were jokingly referring to it as. Like the oh. idea that there was a movement of individuals to strengthen their own countries and their own borders and respect between different countries to allow each to do so. So the media tried mocking the idea, but it was actually quite simple. It meant that someone from the UK was like, hey, this is where I live. We want to have these rules. That's totally cool that you live over there and want to have those rules. And then we'll figure out how to work together. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea. So it's an international movement to restore and strengthen national boundaries. Yeah. I, I think libertarians have the answer. You hear comic Dave Smith on this show and how based he is. Decentralization, like you just mentioned. Yeah, that's the answer to me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, they have the United States of Mexico is already primed. We've got the United States of America. We've got Canada's basically a bunch of provinces, states. Uh, China's a bunch of states. Like we're, we're really, as long as the people want it, we're prepped to create a decentralized statehood across the planet. Maybe and, it's just going to, you know, in order to get these other countries to recognize the superior way in which our government works. We need to bomb the crap out of them. <laughs> maybe and, maybe, and maybe the first thing we need to do and take their oil is just, you know, go there and then just make them implement this and then after we make them do it they'll understand why it's so good we try now, they, they, they may resist but it's okay we have bigger guns than they do well i think really the key <laughs> yeah, that would worked, be that worked really well in afghanistan that's right yeah. the key would be to teach them english and get people to use english as a primary language I, if we all have one language i think that the best ideas win no that's a good idea that's a good idea no. but but the other issue is that they might still try to speak their own language and adhere to their own cultural tradition. So you beat them. No, <laughs> but this is why Hollywood was so great for the American culture in the last hundred years is because it spread English across the planet and English became the language of business. And, and you know, when, well, when you understand what American freedom loving people are saying, it's a lot easier to get on board. The solution to a lot of the world's problems is individuals not trying to force their will onto others. And as long as people realize that and respect other people and respect their property and their individual <laughs> sovereignty, then and only then the world will be a better place. But when we have the Karens, when we have the Kyle saying, you need to do this, you need to follow this religion or this edict or this woke doctrine and you have to do it or i will get and use extortion and force with centralized police forces in order to push my ideology onto you that right there is the larger problem of our society and why it is where it is right now and it takes personal responsibility individuals being strong and independent and saying hey i respect you as an individual respect me uh standing up for themselves being strong being able to defend themselves that truly will lead us out of this with nightmare that- the globalist new world order nightmare that we all are a part of with that mindset if someone were to instantiate like a revolution to statehood like republican statehood or something would you i mean the libertarian mindset's kind of like let them do it i'm not involved but like usually you can't revolt against your system without outside help so like at what point would you suggest no other countries always get involved and of course just like the united states got involved in ukraine it's a larger proxy war but again conflict is usually routine with that kind of larger idea this is why i'm saying what you're describing is is one of the problems i'm describing people trying to uh force something on someone else once we get rid of that force once we get rid of that rid of that extortion just that that belief system of, of respecting others there wouldn't be those kind of confrontations there wouldn't be those types of situations what i'm talking about is kind of utopian, but more of just like a a place where I think we should be going to as humanity, where we could progress to a point where we could respect each other's differences without trying to bomb or kill each other. The the current ethos or the current uh, philosophy, I suppose, is whoever holds the biggest stick. Because if you don't hold it, someone else will. And so the United States is basically like, look, our system is better. 
we got all of these civil rights we've expanded throughout the years. We've done a great job of things. Let's just hold the biggest stick and beat anybody who disagrees. That way we don't got to worry about them beating a big stick against us. And that's why the, the, you know, all, the Cold War was so crucial for these people. That's why the draft, Vietnam, and all these countries, that's why they used false flags. Mm-hmm. All that mattered was we were bigger and more powerful, so we don't got to worry about it. They genuinely believe that by being the, being the Death Star, being the Empire, you prevent war and suffering. So it's almost like their attitude is, there's got to be some. There's got to be some suffering, some war. And then, you know, we'll make sure there's not too much of it. Mm-hmm. That was the limited war yeah. uh, doctrine. Exactly. Kissinger's doctrine. So we would, you know, if, instead of bombing Moscow, if Russia was going to war in northern Vietnam, we'd just fight proxy war in Vietnam. Basically, what's going on in Ukraine. You don't just bomb Moscow because you're angry that they invaded Ukraine. Then Moscow doesn't bomb Washington, D.C. Or so Syria. Avoid total war. Or Libya. Or Vietnam. Yeah, it was a mess. The The liberal war machine went so haywire when they invaded Iraq and Afghanistan. I think that was when you realized. Wait, the, we, fir- the first time or the second time? The second time was, was when it was like, you have gone too far. You lose the big stick. You, you failed. Whoever's that, no, in control I, I, of this system has failed you. But I think that was the first time. So they had to try again. They, they had failed. The, well, I mean, just ethically as a well, geopolitical police uh, invading the Middle East like that is an epic failure. Like that was, I don't know if they didn't realize that technology was just so great. You can fly bomber planes around Earth. There's no, you know. Yeah. I, I have you seen, have you guys seen the solar planes that can fly forever? Yeah. 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 Now imagine they put bombs in those things and they just have them fly around forever. And then it's just like, don't step out of, don't, you know. They probably already have that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or the, 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 the scary thought was the, uh, you ever hear of Rods from God? You know about this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's uh, satellites carrying giant tungsten rods. They just drop it and it slams into the earth. I guess the argument is it's too, it, it's too, uh, it takes too much energy to put the rod in space in the first place and then maintain its orbit. Mm-hmm. But being able to drop. So it just stays up there until they're ready to drop it? Yeah. Then wow. it releases it. If, if you watch the G.I. Joe movie, that's what they oh, do. Oh. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Cobra Commander. He's oh, like, yeah, and he presses the button and then he blows up London. <laughs> Just with a single tungsten rod? Yeah, gigantic. It slams and the whole London just ripples into the air. Let me pull up this, uh, this next story. We got this tweet from Daniel Turner. He says, The elite flocked to Davos this week on their private jets to lecture us average folk on why we must give up our gas-powered cars by an imaginary deadline in order to save the planet. And in the meantime, Wyoming lawmakers propose ban on electric vehicle sales. Well, well, that, well that's something new, I guess. What? What is it? What? Wyoming wants to ban electric cars. A group of GOP Wyoming state lawmakers want to end electric vehicle sales by 2035, saying the move will help safeguard the oil and gas industries. So I'm sure most of y'all have heard California, Oregon, and Washington are moving to ban gas cars. I think California already did. It goes into effect 2035. Now Wyoming is doing the opposite. Could you imagine you're in Oregon and you're like, I'm going to start, I'm going to drive, uh, I'm going to drive east. And then you get into Wyoming and you're in your electric car because you don't have any gas cars and there's no electric charging stations. And you're just like, well, what do I do? Or you're in Wyoming and you're like, I'm going to go visit the coast. You drive through, you take your gas car, you drive in Oregon, no gas stations. Yeah, this is, uh, when you're an authoritarian, like what California is doing is an authoritarian act. It's government getting in the way of a private market, demanding that you transition to a certain thing by a certain time. What happens is, the other side can play the same game. I'm against it. Libertarians have the right idea. Let the free market go. But 
Wait, 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 Tim. We have freedom of movement in the future? Wait, that's, not, that's not supposed to happen. People have their own cars? That's not supposed to happen. We're supposed to rent cars and share them and borrow them, just like all the companies that have World Economic Forum board members that are heavily invested in them. We're not supposed to be using cars and having private property. That's not a part of the UN 2030 vision and not a part of the vision that Klaus Schwab was talking about years ago when he was talking about uh, pretty much making sure that people cannot and will not be owning cars. A lot of major cities are also making it very difficult to drive cars. New York City is one of them. They set up uh, surveillance cameras everywhere. There's nearly 15,000 surveillance cameras all throughout New York City. Speed cameras everywhere. You go over 25 miles an hour, you get a ticket right away, billed to you. There's a lot of people obfuscating their license plate in New York City because obviously, you know, people people make mistakes. It happens. 25 is, is, is not a very high speed. It's a very low speed. People make a lot of mistakes. People are being indebted. There's no parking spots. Every street is being closed down, so you can't even drive down there. Uh, drive down uh, most streets. So so we are seeing this uh, 2030 UN Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum vision be implemented very slowly, but it's already happening in New York City. It's already going to be happening in California, where they're banning not just uh, electric cars, not just, sorry, uh, gas cars, diesel cars, uh, lawnmowers, um, even golf carts are now being banned in California, which again is, is just absolutely Absolutely insane and crazy and going towards the vision of what Klaus Schwab wants for you and not for what anyone else really wants. Well, look, I, I, I can sympathize with Klaus Schwab. because I'm, I'm, You know, just imagine you're sitting there, you know, you're you're in your yacht hanging out with all your rich buddies. And then you look off in the distance and there's there's some middle class dude and he's drinking a soda. And you're like, what makes him think he's entitled to the same drinks that I am? And you just desperately want to take from him everything he owns and then just put him into indentured servitude. I can totally understand why they're, why they're mad, right? Or just, you know, just totally wipe them off the planet because there's too many people in this world. <laughs> That's also another thing that they're also openly calling for. Right. But, it, but, but making them super poor uh, is, is a way of helping, you know, uh, make, make that process go a lot faster. So, so these people are, are not just eugenicists. They're also utter freaking hypocrites. There's an estimated 1,100 private jets at Davos this year. They quadrupled their private jet emissions last year than the previous year before that. So uh, these are individuals who obviously live by a different set of rules, don't care about the environment, don't give a damn about it. This is just their PR words that they're using to, of course, justify their larger takeover of society, which is exactly the hostile takeover that we're going through right now. All right, then he's not on the boat watching the guy drink a Coke. He's looking out his window and seeing human beings in general. Is that, he's, just, he's just mad they're there. Or they're, he's just flying on the private jet being like, there's too much open land here. We, we need to... We, you know. <laughs> Seamus and I uh, came up with a bit a while ago about Bill Gates that we never got around to making because we, we could put it on YouTube. It was basically a gag about how like Bill Gates is his day and it's like he's driving down the street and he, like, he pulls into a McDonald's and then he's like, oh, I'll have the Big Mac with a large fry and don't forget the ketchup. And then when he pulls up the drive through, they hand him the bag and he looks and he goes, there's no ketchup. And so it's like a series of things throughout the day where he's, he gets minor inconveniences. But like once he, he's really angry, the woman knocks on the window. And she's like, oh, forgot your ketchup and gives him more. And then he has an app on his phone. We can't talk about it on YouTube, but it activates a certain thing. And people that wipes out humanity. Oh. And so he's like sitting there staring at his phone, like ready to press the button. And then she's like, wait, don't forget the ketchup. And then he's like, oh, oh, thank you. And then he keeps doing it. Just like the general idea is that these people's real anger is not centered in anything logical. It's centered in just like their, their 
emotions related to other people. Like they just don't like other people. So they make up reasons to justify why there should be less people. And then common people cheer them on. I, I said I kind of made my own definition of woke because I actually think this is a part of wokeism. And I said, woke is the act of allowing an authority outside of God to define your morality. And what the, the way they're able to get people to cheer this nonsense on is the climate gods or their woke or whatever, the climate, whatever you want to make it. And you're, you're cheering on your own demise. That's how powerful I think this religion is. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like uh, when Disney did the Lemmings documentary. You, got, you know the story of that? No. Apparently, like, so they made this documentary and the Lemmings all walk off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And then everyone believes Lemmings commit ritualistic suicide. They don't. Apparently what they were doing was they had like push brooms and stuff and they were like shoving the animals off the cliff and beating them. And so they were fleeing to their oh. death. And then they were like, now film it and claim it happened. That's what it feels like a lot with this uh, World Economic Forum stuff. They're destroying your life taking away everything from you, locking things down. Then when you're miserable, they say, are you miserable? It's because of climate change. Yep. I mean, all these people are having heart attacks because of climate change. Yeah, yeah. suddenly. Very, suddenly, dying suddenly from climate change. You yeah. know? And so, well, we got, you gotta do something about it. Yeah, I think it's uh, for, you know, talking about it for common people, I think, uh, don't be alarmed. I think we will make it through this. Uh, it might not be the same future you look at a generation from now, 20 years from now. We might all have Neuralinks two or one or two generations from now. Life's going to be fine. People are still going to have friends. You might be controlled by a central being or a government, but I think humans are survivors and life will be different. But in in the end, uh, it will look dystopian to us. Could you imagine somebody from like the 18th century looking at what we're doing right now? they would be blown out of their minds. And I think it would be the same type of thing generation from now. I think if you took someone from like 1850 in any capacity and transported them here, the first thing they would do was go on, would go on a violent rampage thinking that it was all Satanists and demons and stuff. And that's what we're, that's where we, we are now kind of right. We're looking at this stuff. I said, it's an anti-God movement. I'm still against it. I'm going to speak out against it. Don't get me wrong. But I think we're kind of in that same place. I think the future is going to be AI. I like people will eventually cease to exist in some capacity and like we're already integrating ourselves into the network with with Twitter and with these apps and everything Elon buys Twitter surprise surprise it's a massive neural net he also is running Neuralink you combine these two things I mean I think Elon bought Elon bought Twitter because he wants to build a neural net he wants connect people's brains to it and Twitter is already the base component of people injecting their thoughts into a machine Next, you just need to hook it to people's brains. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the clips that I also just saw recently was Elon Musk a couple years ago saying, hey, we need to... We need to have a serious conversation about the development of artificial intelligence here. We need to seriously have some real regulations here. We need to stop doing what we're doing. And he's like, no one's listening. And this is just continuing. So uh, there's going to be a lot of implications because of this. And a lot of the most powerful, most sinister people are at the head, head of these larger technological advancements. There's a reason Klaus Schwab is calling for the fourth industrial revolution. And when he's calling for that, he's calling for, of course, using technology for his own personal benefit screwing everyone else over and with the advancements i mean we're seeing the possibility of human beings living forever and for a certain group of people to live forever there's going to be a lot of other people that are not going to be living forever or won't be living at all and we have to understand that there's this larger trade-off that is uh being talked about very seriously right now at the world economic forum 
To be fair, though, I mean, think about it. If they invented the immortality pill right now, and maybe they already did, could they just give it to every single person? Well, they're going to say, how, "What would they? What, what? How would? How would? How would? How would? How would you guys deal with that?" Right now, let's say some alien came to you and said, "Here's a bottle of pills, easily replicable, and it will make anyone who ingests the pill one time biologically immortal. Like you can still be hit by a car, but you mm-hmm. won't age to death." Would you just be like, "Okay, everyone can have it"? I would spread it. Yeah, yeah, I'd want everyone to have it. I mean, what you would see is centralized power, obviously trying to control it and not let everybody have it. I think, but like all the woke people getting it and all the yeah. the zombies and everything. I'm very much, you know, I'm against the wokeism, but I will support your right to be woke. Yeah. So, but I, I think the challenge is there are some people that. There are some people who believe in hard work, personal responsibility, individual liberty, freedom, etc. And there are some people who think they're entitled to everything and could, should take from you even by force. And so it's like, if I'm faced with being like, should I give the immortality pill to the hardworking, freedom-loving individualist or the woke authoritarian psychopaths with guns? I probably wouldn't. I'd probably just be like, man, that's a tough call, isn't it? Because look, we're not talking about killing anybody. No, We're talking about granting them you know extended or eternal life similar say extended the question would be would you give purified clean water to all those people the people you hate as well people you disagree with your enemies would you if you had the opportunity to give everyone no. access to clean water you wouldn't yeah I, I don't think it's that simple i think if we're looking at say like china right now and what they're doing to the uyghurs in those camps and i'm supposed to be okay with being like i'm going to overlook all that evil stuff you're doing is give you some really nice things to help you no, I think the opposite is true. I think maybe at the very least you can be like, look, if I've got something you want, you got to stop torturing and raping those women. You agree to that, maybe we'll talk. But I'm not just going to give you whatever. You know what I mean? I think some tech is, it, it, it belongs to all of us if we, can, if we can make that happen. Yeah, but an individual like Jared Kushner, who, again, very powerful and is already making statements about possibly living forever you think he's going to be sharing that with the yemenis that he of course brokered a, a deal with the saudi arabians that he's bombing uh like do you think he's going to be doing any of that i don't i don't think that's so. a tough question man it it's is like, a very I, tough I, question because it's also a, an ethical question it's also a question about our existence here and it kind of changes it and and it changes also our relationship with god as well so there's a lot of deeper philosophical implications here that i think are worth debating and talking about on a longer bigger perspective that's why i don't have an answer for it well let, let me let me ask the audience but, uh, my first knee-jerk reaction is no Absolutely if not. You wouldn't share with everybody? I, I, I wouldn't want it to exist. But the problem is it, does. it is like, exist. Like a gun. And will the powerful people use it to, of course, control humanity? But again, that also makes you less human, though. You, you take away people's humanity at the same time. So you're also a part of their problem. So th- there's a larger conundrum here. That uh, Yeah, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's a, a, the gun thing is probably the better an analogy, I suppose. People have a right to live. Maybe if... You don't have to give it to them. Like, we don't just go around yeah. handing people guns. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But access to it should be made available to those who want it. Yeah. Let I, me know what you guys think in the, in the comments. Put a one if you don't think everyone is deserving of immortality. Put a two if you think everyone should just be given no matter what, no matter their political opinions. Yeah, if the founding fathers were writing the Constitution today, I could see them putting that in as uh, you have the right to. I mean, I wouldn't you know, want to extension. live forever, right? I well, mean, that the, takes away from my human experience the nice It takes away from all the beautiful moments that I have here. I don't want that. The main thing is it makes you not age, so you could always kill yourself, but y- you just won't 
it won't be taken from you, I think is the idea, except for these tragic accidents. They're going to be, that's the problem too, is if people think they can live forever, if they're safe, they're going to become obsessive with keeping their surroundings safe and, and soft. Bill Gates would lose his ish if everyone got no. a pill to live forever. <laughs> Bill Gates would be, he would freak out right now and, and then start to doubling and tripling down on all, all of his efforts that he's already tripling and doubling but this, down on this, right this now. This is what I think is a large component of it. There was uh, like 10, 10 uh, no, this is 12 years ago, I saw Aubrey de Grey speak in California. You know, yeah. Aubrey de Grey. He's Long a, hair, dude. Yeah, he's a senescence researcher. And he said that, what did he say? I'll paraphrase it. It's been a decade. That's, he, he, this is 10, 12 years ago. Someone who is 45 today will live to be 1,000 years old. That's what he said. Not because. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're going to invent a pill in, in the next 30 years that will make you live for a thousand years. But because every year... We develop new medical advancements and our medical advancements progress faster than a person ages. So for instance, someone's 45. In 10 years, they start getting you know, bad you know, uh, arteries or whatever. Well, in the 10 years time, we've already figured out a cure for that. 10 years later, he's got macular degeneration. It's hearing, we've already got a cure for that. It's been 20 years. Now he's 100 years old and it's like, you know, and, and he's got joint pains. Right, don't worry, we've already figured out how to restore co collagen. And so it's just gonna keep happening. I actually think, Looking at stem cells and stem cell therapy, yo, that stuff's scary crazy. We, we, we talked about this on one of the members only segments. You can actually get stem cells taken from the umbilical cord or from your own skin or fat. They don't even gotta take it from babies. That was a big concern back in the day. It was like mm -hmm. they're taking you know, from aborted babies and stuff. Not even, they can take from your own skin or fat, your own stem cells, multiply them, inject them into your body. The stem cells will seek out damaged tissues and restore them full. Doesn't that, when I saw that, I watched this video about it, it freaked me out because I'm like, uh, won't that just make you like immortal? Because if, if you're given fresh, so cells have a certain number of divisions as the telomeres break down, if, if our understanding of science is correct. If they're giving you a fresh, fully young baby cell that bonds, would it not just have perfect, complete, you know, DNA that could replicate or whatever? Sounds too good yeah. to be true. Well, there's already there's already elites getting uh, blood from young people and athletes. Uh, Bro, just just stem cell therapy is eight thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. You call you call the company and say you want stem cells and exosomes, fifteen thousand dollars, and they come. Uh, I, I bet that's what Joe Biden's getting. It's on its way to being like eighty bucks, but that's the question. Do do the people that own the world or that are trying to run the business of the world do they want a hundred, three hundred, you know, seven billion people to live for another six thousand years so that they well, can have eight hundred? <laughs> children each and then we've got 900 billion people on earth like no, i don't that would, think that would start wars because you're fighting over resources at that point and cannibalism because then at that point yeah. human bodies are just mobile mm -hmm. food sources yeah. i want to jump to this story from uh, media matters look you want to read that one it is titled tim pool and co-host make absurd claims that the government wants to control your cooking through the power grid you know i don't know why that's really funny so luke they, uh, they're ragging on you here because you mentioned, uh, and it was Jamie Michelle from Gays Against Groomers. 
And you said, for me, this is happening in order to push the kind of digitized everything. To fully have a technocratic society, you need everyone dependent on technology. And if you're able to cut off that technology, you're able to control people more and cutting people's ability to heat their own food by simply clicking a button, that could be easily done with this new policy. And I think that's what they're really doing, in my opinion. Media Matters says it's absurd, except in California, they already turned off people's ability to, to, to charge their cars. In Colorado, people got notices that they opted into a program. Yep, that mm-hmm. he, they couldn't change the heating on their homes. They couldn't turn the air conditioning up. So when you see, this, this, is, how, this is how the media laundering works. You see a thing happen. They say, you cannot charge your car because the grid is overloaded. That happened. Then they say, you cannot turn on your air conditioning because the grid is overloaded. Then we sit here and go, now they want everyone to have only gas stoves. They want to be able to control the grid. Oh, which electric, would, electric stoves. Electric, electric stoves and electric cars, which yep. they want to put on the grid in California. And which no is already gas overloaded. Cars or diesel cars. And they've already turned off. Yeah. So we're not speculating at all. We're saying, hey, you know the thing they already did? If they get this, they can do it more. And then Media Matters comes out and says, what a weird conspiracy theory. Yeah. New York, California, Washington, and uh, Maryland. Uh, Maryland or Massachusetts? I, I, I think one of those two. Someone has to correct me on uh, in the chat room there. All have quasi-natural gas bans in place and programs that phase them out over the next decade. The Biden administration is, of course, working closely with the EPA to make this a federal policy. And obviously, with the grid being overloaded in many instances, this is obviously going into... Uh, 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 why, why would they be doing this? Other than trying to, one, control everyone, or two, create uh, organized chaos. What's the reason here? Can someone give me an explanation here? Did they give us an explanation here with Media Matters explaining why this is happening? I, don't, I bet they didn't. I haven't read this article, but uh, I'll, I'll you know, eat my own words if they did. It's what I said. If they ban gas stoves nationwide, that means rural people won't have access to a lot of those. Uh, won't have access, and a lot of those people have gas tanks in their houses, which would put their cooking on the grid, and that grid can be controlled by external forces. Granted, you can also get solar. The thing about solar is that even when you're in a rural area, because we've set this up, you can get your own gas tank. Now you can heat your house. Now you can cook your food. You don't got to worry about it. With solar, you still have to get permission from the utilities and the grid to turn on. But theoretically, you could create your own solar internalized grid or whatever. But um, I think, yeah, they, they, this, is, this is another step towards absolute control. Yeah, and now you add that with smart cities, smart grids, walkable cities, surveillance cameras, artificial intelligence, facial recognition. They're setting up a, a, essentially a, a prison all around you, uh, a, a and, technocratic digital one that there's no escaping. And don't forget, the voice of the robots always got to be British. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> yeah. And then like you're going to go to your kitchen and you're going to go to your refrigerator and there's going to be a camera on it and you're going to try and open it. It won't open. And it's going to be like, I'm sorry, Luke, you're looking pretty fat. <laughs> and you're going to be like, I'm, I'm hungry. No, you're not. And then it just doesn't open. Yeah. I mean, not seriously like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, warning, your refrigerator has been turned off due to excessive usage. You, you are over your allotment of carbon by 47 points or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you open your fridge, your food will spoil. Yeah, carbon social credit score through the central bank digital currencies that they're all talking about implementing through the World Economic Forum in Davos. So yeah, it's already here in many instances. I imagine it's like we're playing a game of chess and Luke is saying, look, they can move their knight here and that would be a problem. And then Media Matters says, no, no, that's not a problem at all. And we're like, wait a second, you can make that move. So that stuff like that actually wakes people up. 
I, I, the more they do silly stuff like that, it wakes people up. Look at there's even the quote from Luke saying, "Oh, your Tesla is also going to be off too." Yeah, it's like Luke saying, "If the night gets moved there, that could be a problem." And they say, "Luke said that the government's planning on moving his night there." And Luke's like, "I didn't say that they are. I mean, at least in your quote, you didn't say they are. You said I think that this can happen. I mean, you were pretty plain this what you think can happen." I don't think you. You're when I express to know my, what other people, yeah. Are when doing. I express my opinions, I, I say I'm expressing my opinions because it's important to do that. Because again, uh, we don't know for sure what the future is going to going to look like, but we see through the UN 2030 vision, we see through the Great Reset, through the Build Back Better, we see through all their talking points, their own articles, their own websites, them calling for this, essentially having total control of everyone's life through technology. And whether it's your refrigerator having Wi-Fi or your blender or your stove or your car being dependent on the grid having having uh, you know smart grids having everything online leads to a lot of possibilities of a lot of powerful people using that power and authority over you to punish you arbitrarily for whatever they want did you see klaus schwab saying uh the next thing bad thing will be uh, if the power grid goes out across the earth i mean it, it was just a twitter video i'm seeing like could you imagine a life 2035 where some false flag or some organization decides to shut off the power grid of the entire planet and then people can't cook they can't drive and then they start getting these warnings on their phone we need you to mobilize to do x like people are going to be out of their freaking mind they'll do whatever the government freaking tell like we do not want to find ourselves in that position that is my point and it is like do the math do the math if, if you think it can happen and you've done the math and it shows that it can then it can no matter how many times people ridicule yeah, you. Yeah, we're slowly and surely losing our rights. Let's, and not only that, we're losing our privacy. We're, we're losing our ability to be secure. And we're heading down one particular road. And it's, it's a pretty clear road. We're on a train. And there's another train coming. And now claiming that a train's coming or you're on the train is, is somehow absurd. So, whatever. Yeah, there's no dispute that the government could do what Luke is talking about. So, it's interesting that they don't cover that. <laughs> Like that could be a problem, whether it's on purpose or not. If you get everybody on electric devices, then you have more control over them. Yeah, I mean, imagine if Hitler had the technological advancements that that we have right now. I mean, he was Ooh. already using IBM. Ooh. He was already using some of the biggest you know corporations yeah. in the world that were working with him and helping him facilitate a larger his, his larger power grabs. What don't are you, you waving? Don't you ever you? watch Justice League, bro? No, I don't. So, I don't know. I, I can't remember. It's been a long time since I watched this episode, but I think it was Vandal Savage. I'm not sure. But the Nazi, all of a sudden history changes and the Nazis had won in the future. And it's because a single, a single like 20, 2000s laptop was sent back to Nazi Germany. It was a really awesome point to make yeah. for a kid's mm -hmm. show. Because like, to understand the computational power of a modern laptop in the hands of a world power, mm -hmm. it's like, dude, the Enigma machine was this like, ultimate device the nazis had and it was just like this rudimentary analog device where they moved cables around to encode encrypt messages I'm, i i have to imagine that like enigma encryption is like dog crap compared to today's computers yeah. and i bet any modern laptop well i could be wrong about this but i'd assume a modern laptop could have could crack the enigma encryption so like i watched uh yeah. what, what was that movie you know, with uh, with benedict cumberbatch what is it called? About about um, about Enigma and, the, and, the, and Alan Turing. Yeah, that's right. I, I thought it was a really bad movie, by the way. But you know, basically, he builds this this machine that goes through every possible you know uh, uh, a passcode or like permutation permutation yeah. to figure out what the Nazi messages are. 
The, then, the imitation game. Yeah, there you, go, there you go. That's right. And it's like he builds the computer. It's like one of the first computers. And it's mechanical and things are just like spinning. Man, you take a modern cell phone for 20 bucks. Yeah. Definitely. And you're going to like press a button. It's going to go like decrypting. Yeah. Like, don't you think they'll be pretty fast, Ian? Like just to run, like literally just brute forcing it with a laptop. Eventually, I think it would, it wouldn't take too long for it to. To crack, do what? To crack Enigma. I don't know enough about Enigma. I think, I, I think quantum could, computing is insane, though, because it can treat numbers as a one and a zero, and it's trying to figure out number strings. So it could, if, if, if homie could build a, a computer in, like, 1941 yeah. or whenever it was, or 43, to crack an encryption, I'm pretty sure our computers today yeah. can easily crack that encryption. I think so, too. Very, very fast. Yeah, Hitler was like... The only reason that he was who he was, for the most part, is because of the technology that he had, like telephone. Uh, I don't know what their phone situations were like. Yeah, telephone. They had video. They had film. You know, the manipulation of film and radio got yeah. an entire country of people rallied around him. So now we're just that on the next magnitude of global Yo. communication systems that okay. can be hijacked. Guys, Enigma was like considered unbreakable. It was it was originally cracked in like the late 30s by a Polish dude, and then Alan Turing famously worked on this machine to to crack it. I, I, I just Google searched on Quora. It says, how long would it take today's computers to crack the Enigma machine? And this guy, Rupert Baines, responds, GCHQ, the UK version of NSA, did it with a Raspberry Pi and Legos in 15 seconds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's wild. 15 That's seconds, crazy. dude. Imagine taking one of those things back to World War II. Crazy. Yeah, and wow. for that headline, the other part of it is, so Luke says the, the government could make this chess move. So the media matter says, don't look at the move, don't look at the move. Doesn't that make you even think more like you're going to make that move? Why would, you, why would you not acknowledge that that move could be made? the downsides to pushing everybody to electric. And they called me an InfoWars employee. I was never an InfoWars employee. You got that wrong again. Well, they just post uh, fake news. Anyway. I, I, mean, well, get, be- I mean, get your facts straight. Like if you're going to call me an employee of a former company, okay, let's fact check that I actually worked for that company. I, 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 I did it. I got to ask. I really like Media Matters because all they really do is create like a clip, clips of the show. It's like, it's like it, aside from putting the word absurd in the title, I really don't mind that they're clipping the show and sharing it with everybody. And then they just run yep. the, the like uh, free advertising. What's the text they run? The, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's just a transcript. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed yeah. that article transcript. And then I, I was Big like, fans of media like at the bottom, it's like in this article, Tim pool. And then I'm like, Oh, what's this? They, for some reason, they use this picture of me from like 12 years ago. What's up with that? <laughs> I'm glad they brought up the, it's hard to find pictures of you. I think Tim, I don't That's think I'm on the show every well, single night. Well, other than screenshots of the show, Oh, they use the black and the red background to make it kind of look like fascist. You know what I love? Uh, this one right here, it says extremist bigots and conspiracy theorists, YouTuber, Tim pools, 2022 guests in review. And it's like, they, they try really hard to smear people. Mm-hmm. Like, the things they were saying about Adrienne Curry, it's just like, are, what are, you, are you nuts? Like, they're, they're just desperately trying to make everybody extreme, right? And I'm pretty sure they did not put Seamus on the list. And Seamus was like, I was a co-host of that show for seven months. <laughs> it was the most extreme, the most bigoted. He's like, I'm a conservative Catholic. I didn't make the list. I think one of the problems I feel like Media Matters is having in a lot of companies are is that they're looking for drama where there doesn't have to be any. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're just talking about stuff. Yeah, I think part of it is to make sure that what they're, what they're really afraid of, just like when Tim did his event this weekend, 
They're afraid of you going out and meeting people and talking to people of all different political spectrums. So Media Matter does that, and it's less likely that you're going to get a leftist on your show, right? They don't want to be called uh, right-wing or you're convert you're talking with all these radical people so it keeps you in the echo chamber i think they're really that's why i I like the tim the idea you guys are doing with the coffee shops like let's get together and talk it can be apolitical Mm -hmm. i'm wearing a yaira shirt from eric july he has his comic book he made this character up and that's just like you guys do your music it's it's um apolitical they don't they don't want um jake uger on this show they wouldn't want that. I know it would be yeah. contentious, but they don't want people of different politics coming on. I don't think it would. We, we had the Krasensteins on. Yeah, it was, just it, was on. it was kind of like it was kind of boring. Yeah, it yeah. was just like was. I, we know each other's opinions and we disagree, and it's like mm-hmm. okay, you know, because a lot of people were like, "Tim, push back harder," and I'm like, "The dudes are allowed to have opinions we disagree with. Yeah, I can't, right. I, I can't be like, I think your opinion is wrong. <laughs> it's like, well, I think your facts are wrong. Like, yeah. here's where I think you're, and they're like, well, we like these things, and I'm like, well, you're allowed to like them. <laughs> yeah. but those discussions are important though. So oh I, I, they don't want that happening. But why do you, you know, think that is? Why they don't want that happening? Yeah, it's well, a speculation at this point. Well, I mean, think? I'm playing chess too. I think they want everybody funneled online. The, pande- the pandemic was a great opportunity because you can control people with algorithms. And it's very hard online to break out of your algorithm. So they mm-hmm. don't want people convert. If you talk with somebody else, then you can say, hey, oh, I got this problem too. My kids are having this problem at school. And then all of a sudden, how do you do stochastic terrorism? If I know you and I, we have a connection and you're my neighbor or we've had a couple of discussions and somebody says, oh, he's saying all this radical stuff, you can't really make that stick. I know him. I, I'm not worried about your thing. So the, 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 I think the solution to all of this is connecting with people. I mean, right, Tim? I mean, that's what you're doing with your culture stuff. So I think... I think so much of this fear the left has is fake. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's real fear, but the cause of it is fake. So I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you guys. Many of you maybe have heard the story, but we'll talk about it now. So, uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, I go and skate in D.C. at Freedom Plaza. No, nothing happens. Just literally skate around, hang out. Apparently, some like woke crew got angry and started sending messages throughout the skate community about how. I was brought there by some pros. I wasn't, I went there, got there before they were there. And it's like, of course I know who they are. They're famous pro skaters. And uh, so I was like, oh wow, look, you know, it's these pro skaters. And uh, so apparently it was a big deal. And there are messages being sent around. I'm getting texts from like pros. They were like, yo, like it's a lot of flat going on. Like people are mad that you were there. And I'm like, nobody said anything to me. They were posting in forums lies, saying like everybody's sitting on the other side of the park. What are you talking? I was sitting alongside 15 other people. And we were chilling. There was a dog and the dog pissed on the ground. And we were like, where I was skating. And these things happen. And so I'm like, my guys, it's not real. We go skate all over the place. You know what I, the only thing I see? We went to the opening of the Hagerstown Skate Park. Maryland, fist bumps, high fives. People were like, whoa, oh crap, yo, Tim, cool to see you here, let's, let's skate. We went up to one indoor skate park in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and we, I walk in and what do I hear? They're coming for your income tax. And I'm like, these guys watching income. I can verify I was there that day. <laughs> it was cool. Thought, yeah. yeah, we hung mm-hmm. out. And the dudes were like, oh wow, cool, cool to see you. And they were su- like, dude, skateboarders are like anti-establishment people. But all of a sudden now I got these industry people being like, bro, we're taking a lot of heat. Like people are really freaking out about what's going on. And I said, no, they aren't, dude. This is not true. And they were like, well, look, man, like it's getting bad. And then I said, I'm going to go back on Saturday. I'm going to tell everybody to be there. And I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. And what happened? A bunch of people showed up. We skated. We hung out. 
People took pictures. I gave out skateboards. Locals gave me fist bumps. And we had a good time. Then someone told us about this uh, little spot called the Big Board in D.C. that defied the lockdowns. And they were like, you should go eat there because they told you know, Muriel Bowser to F you when she was trying to lock everything down. And then so then I said to everybody, okay, that's where we're going. And we packed the place. It was just like every table filled, this whole venue. That's what it's all about. Not only did we prove that the fear these people in skateboarding had over, oh no, everyone's going to be mad you're there. Oh, we're not true. Never happened. It was a lie to scare you into not speaking up and being yourself. And I had no problem showing up, skating around and bringing Taylor Silverman. And Taylor, of course, is the one who called out biological males competing against females against her. And she gets tons of threats and hate. And we announce we'll be in a public square by ourselves. Well, you know, with our fans or whatever and our friends. But like skating around. Any one of these whack jobs could have come up to us and done anything they wanted. Nothing happened. Not a single hater showed up. No violence. Nothing but happiness and high fives. And then with that gathering and people met each other and talked to each other, hung out and laughed and had a good time. We also told everybody to go and hang out at the big board in D.C. To, to, to support businesses that stood up for what they believed in, creating nothing but massive positivity without a modicum of hate or resistance. People need to stop believing the lies. The woke people are like, we'll cancel you. What's the worst that's going to happen? What's the worst going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I want to know what the money is behind groups like Antifa, because I don't think it's organic. I don't think it's really there. I think you have to have some type of funding or push to get, you don't think so? I don't, I don't think you need funding to get a bunch of unemployed whack jobs to go be whack jobs. <laughs> you know, you need some because organizational power is tough. Mm-hmm. But it shows you that if there's nothing to target, there's nothing to target. If I announced we were doing a legitimate event, speakers, tents and everything, they could stop that. They'd call the city, they'd make mm-hmm. complaints. But when I said, I'm just going to be standing there not a single hater showed up. Not a single compa- complaint was made. We skated around. Did some tricks. I did a, a, a kind of a bunk forward flip because it was like windy and cold. Someone filmed it. So they put up a video on Instagram. Actually, I mean, let me shout the, the dude on Instagram out. I think I have it on my phone. That's pretty cool. Were you still going to do a skate channel? I remember yeah, a while yeah, back you talked it. about it. We're working on it. Let me... Uh, what, it, just, it just disappeared. Do you have this kind of feeling of, of community uh, where, where you're from? Do you, do, and uh, do, do you think there's a, a way to help facilitate all of that? Um, I think everybody has their own talents. So where I'm from, I don't really feel the. I don't really True. feel it much anywhere. I mean, there's not many people working towards that solution. Um, I want to do a shout out to uh, Black Pegasus, who's a hip hop artist out of Colorado. This Christmas, he went around to Christmas malls. And he's been practicing freestyling, him, him and his partner, partner Don. So they walk up to random people and they just say, hey, how you doing? You want a, a candy cane? They take a candy cane out. There's like a little $5 bill on it. And then they say, give me three words. I'm going to rap a song for you. Just out of the blue. And then they rap a song for him. And then sometimes they give him like a stack of ones or something like that. But that's connecting to people completely apolitical. But I think I believe everybody has their own talent to do that. Maybe you sew, maybe you play music, mm-hmm. um, wh- whatever that is, that's the answer to me to break away from, from what we're seeing. Right. The Ballistic Boy on Instagram. Everybody oh. follow The Ballistic Boy. He produced a video from the, from the quote unquote unevent we did. 
And there's just happy people standing around taking pictures, people skating and doing tricks, fist bumps, no hate. And that, that was to prove a point that I could show up in public with a week's lead time. Everybody can know nothing bad's going to happen. I got mixed feelings about it because it feels like going into a bear's den and then standing there and being like, see, the bear didn't attack me. I'm fine. But like, it's not, I don't think it's sustainable. What bear though? That's the point. There was no bear there. You're, you're calling it a bear's den. And I'm like, bro, we're going to go in. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to turn the flashlight and show you there's not a bear. Right. In not here, a bear's dude. den, but it's like saying, Hey, all bears, I'm going to be here on this time in this day. They're not bears. And They're you not bears. <laughs> but it, and you shouldn't live. I mean, some of them are pretty chunky, there's, and, there's but, but they don't move like bears. There's squirrels. They okay. Yeah. And what happens can a squirrel attack you and bite you? All these things, yes. They give you do, rabies. Do you want to, you know, run into a, a a cave full of angry rabid squirrels? You don't. But you know what happens when you when you yell around squirrels? They run away. Yeah. Right. I, it's just that I, I don't know if it's it's sustainable to dox yourself and other people a week beforehand to half a million people. And providing then, our assassination coordinates. Yeah, exactly. Like if we did that every week for ten years, I would imagine one of those weeks something bad could. It's just not a sustainable practice. Maybe. But when we were in Nashville and we wanted to go play at John Rich's Honky Tonk and the death threats came in, they said, we can't do it. And then I said, I don't care. I'll do it anyway. Nothing's going to happen. And they were like, but there are people here. If something does happen, there's kids who could get hurt. I said, okay, fine. You know, it's like your venue. I did this to prove that point. These people are all talk, all bark, no bite. I used to notice that in LA too. Like I was like, I'm tired of this. People, they would say in LA, people are fake. And I, I knew they weren't. I, so I had to get through these people. I just decided, let's get rid of the pretense, go straight eye contact, eye contact. Every human I would meet, I would talk to them like this as if they were my best friend. And people would respond as if they were my best friend when you give them that energy. So yeah. I, I think you can get through to every human. It was 100% it would work, 100% of the time. And then, but what I realized is you can't be friends with everybody. You got about 60 people. After that, it starts to drive you insane. Well, so. you, you shouldn't live your life in fear. Like, I, I refuse to do that. And, you know, you talked about how Tim's, you know, doxing himself. I mean, people know where we live, right? The address here has been leaked many times. But, you know, we've been swatted many times. So they already know. So what, what's stopping them from, from doing anything? I mean, it's really based on your approach as a human being and how you interact and what you bring into your own life. And I just refuse to be in that kind of fear mindset myself. I agree. I don't want to live in fear. I don't. But I don't think. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It, just, it doesn't mean if you decide not to do certain things, it doesn't mean that you're, it's because you're afraid or a coward. Like Some things technically or mathematically are not a good function that you want to be involved with. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're afraid. You're just doing the math, looking at the odds, looking at the risk. Mm -hmm. and but then, if they could get you there, I'll, they could get you here, right? Because they know. I'll give where you an you example, are. though, of Tim, you know, showing the boundaries. Remember when Andy No, in in my opinion, unnecessarily put himself undercover the second time? He had already came out with this book on Antifa. Then he went undercover again, and oh, you guys right, covered right, right, it. Right. Remember? And Tim, I believe, and I agreed with this, said that was an unnecessary risk. So I think, you know, you guys did the risk. I think you have a great point. You got to look at the risk reward. I don't think Tim's going to do it every week, but uh, the courage, you've got to show some courage. I think totally. for everybody watching this, 
This isn't just for Tim or Ian or anybody else. We've all got to have courage. Um, you know, yeah. the history of this country is founded on people with courage. I mean, they what tried to tax tea three cents you know, a pound of tea, and they went nuts. I don't want you know, I want peacefulness, but you have to have courage to stand up for. And courage can be just like what we're doing now, just talking. I, re- I respect Andy, you know, tremendously, mm-hmm. and I think what he did was tremendously brave. Yeah. I just felt that like the risk versus reward was extremely mm-hmm. high risk with really low reward. It was a local fringe Antifa meeting. It wasn't a big prominent one. It was like a handful of just lunatics, and then he went right into the middle of their group. What we were doing was going to a place I had already been and had no issues at, telling my friends to show up there a week in advance, and then showing up, and nothing happened. I didn't say, like, I'm going to go find, you know, Antifa's house and go inside of it. And, uh, you know, and uh, we talked, you know, Andy and I talked about it. I apologize for being crass and everything, but I still think it was unnecessary risk. I respect him wanting to cover this stuff and get more information. I, I do. I understand it. But we were basically saying, hey, we skate. We're allowed to be here. I live here. I live in this area. I'm going to skate here. And I proved that a lot of this is just nonsense. And I got to be honest. I'm willing to bet if Andy No announced he was going to be at Freedom Plaza, nobody would have shown up to harass him. It would not have happened. Yeah, it does seem like it's more about the events. It's more mm-hmm. about the... Uh like the intentions that are being blockaded and, and stressed, yeah. not the people themselves. It's yeah, almost right. irrelevant so who what, the people are. Why do you think it was different with the Nashville show where there was someone a else owned the venue? Oh, so I'd they still gone. So they, they put pressure on the venue owners or whoever the business is. Well, John Rich mm-hmm. owned it and oh, he, was it, his? Okay. it was his place. And he said, why don't we go jam? I said, let's do it. And we announced it. Yeah. And then they got some suspicious calls. A guy showed up, some other stuff happened and he was like, we can't do it. It's, it, it's, this, is, this is the problem. They can use this as an attack vector. They can't use it against me. Right. It, it might work against your traditional run-of-the-mill person who's like, look, I can't risk the security stuff. My attitude is like, dude, I'm not the one, you know, when, when, when Antifa goes around throwing Molotov cocktails, I'm not the one to throw it. That's not on me, and you can't put that on me. If I'm going to exist and live in this space, I will do it. And if a crazy person is crazy, that's something for the government, for the police to deal with. And then to the extent that we have to defend ourselves, we will too. So when we open our cafe, I'm not going to put up signs in the window saying, please don't hurt us. I'm going to put up signs in the window saying, Molan Labe, America first. Don't tread on me. And everyone's going to know exactly who we are and what we believe. And maybe they'll want to say, say nasty things about us. Don't know, don't care. I'm not, uh, no no external factor is going to come in. And look, I didn't run a business during the lockdowns, but I absolutely would have been one of the businesses saying F you to the machine, just like the big board did in in DC. Shout out to them again, because that's the story. I guess they said, no way, we're not shutting down. I done the same thing. And see, here's the thing. It's easy for me to say, because we've got, we've got funds. For these smaller businesses that actually did it, that shows you who's got balls. Mm-hmm. These guys do. Yeah. Uh, Big board, by the way, open till midnight. If you guys want to get in there and get some food. If you're in D.C., that's where you should be yeah. eating. Because I got the wings were good. I got the Kung Pao wings. It was really good. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good, actually. I'm, I'm hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> this is like once as you get more famous as an entertainer, your your role becomes like Andy knows situation. He used to be able to go under under cover because no one knew who he was. Now he's, he's has serving a different function. But you're right that we need to be brave. But like... I used to do gatherings and meetups and events out in the open. We'd all be like, hey, on the 7th of July, we're all going to meet in Washington Square Park. We'd get like 50 people would go. We'd all have cameras. With, I never thought in my mind like danger. That never crossed my mind, but I was an unknown person at that time. I don't know if it matters how famous you are. 
Um, I don't know. I was thinking as well. It's also like if they know like Fox News is going to be there, if they know CNN is going to be there, then they're more likely to go out and, and do these things and protests and create like counter protests and everything like that. But if it's just Tim going to go hang out, I don't think that they're going to, you know, they're not going to show up. There's no well, reason to. We announced, uh, you know, Phil was going to be there. Libby Emmons was there. Oh, Taylor cool. Silver was there. Like, she moved, didn't she? Did she move from Libby? New York? I think I saw an yeah. article. Yeah, she did. Because she every time she comes on, I'm like, how are you in New York with, you know, things are getting serious. Where did she move to again? I don't. I don't know. Okay. I, if she'll, she'll have to okay. But uh, yeah, she Libby went went, went rural. Wow. No, I nice think job, what, what we, the way we described it was: if you create an event, they'll attack the venue. Mm-hmm. They'll use the government against you. If you just make it an unevent, there's literally nothing they can do. Right. Because if they show up to protest, I'll be like, "Oh, you you guys are going to protest, protest here? I'll go skate across the street." Yeah. Protest what? Exactly. You Good might luck. be onto something. Do you think that would work in Portland? Yes. Wow. You might be. You might be onto something. Why so, Portland? Well, I mean, that's isn't that the heart or wherever Rose we're City? Antifa but this is basically what they do. Yeah, they march around randomly. Mm-hmm. Totally. And so, the, what, what are the cops going to do? You can't stand here. Okay, we'll stand over there. Yeah. So obviously, though, when like Patriot Prayer, mar- Patriot Prayer marches around, they fight with them. Mm-hmm. You know. But my thing is like, I didn't set up an event to protest anything. Yeah. Just or to skate. declare anything. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to be here, and I'm going to assert cultural presence in the space. Right. And then we gave out like thirty or some odd boards. And uh, I told I told these guys I will flood the DC metro with a thousand free skateboards. I will give every single little kid in this in this metro area a free skateboard. Every skating kid, and then every little kid will be riding around on a step on snack and find out board. Mm-hmm. And all the woke people can cry about it. And then you know what we can do because we're opening this cafe. Second floor is going to be uh, skate and game shop. We will sell our boards. At dirt prices, cost, and you know I know a lot of people are you know that's bad for other shops or whatever. Yeah, but the other shops are woke. There's like there's like one or two other shops, and I don't hear good things about them. And so I'm like, well, you know what? If these are the people who ride for these shops, then I hope they go out of business. And that's competition, baby. You get woke, you go broke. I'll open up my shop. We'll sell all of our stuff as dirt cheap as possible. And then let's see how long these woke these woke shops can last. True. Let's compete. S- are you going to sell wheels and trucks too? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah everything. Well, I, we're not going to make our own. Making your own wheels is actually pretty easy because it's all like you, you find a company that does urethane and then you get it special yeah. formula formula and, uh, and and labeling. Skate decks are relatively similar. You find a company, you, you find the shape and the sizes you want, and then you get the graphics put on them. So we'll have all our own stuff, but we'll probably just sell your, your, your typical skate stuff and we'll sell it for dirt. We'll, we'll sell it at cost. We'll pass those savings on to the regular people. Now, distributors are going to get mad. Uh, a lot of these warehouses might refuse us service, being like, no, because you're going you're gonna to hurt our other business. Mm. Oh. Because if shops go out of business because they're only buying for you, then we lose sales and things like that. Yeah. I've seen it happen in the past. Yeah, what, I noticed that, that when you look at around at stores, you'll never see like, well, I can't say never, but like a discrepancy in the cost of an item from Target to Walmart to Mom and Pop. Like, not that much. Or maybe I'm wrong about that. But are there like cabals that are price fixing behind the scenes? Like Hasbro. Well, it's it's not like, about price fixing. It's like if there are 10 skate shops in one area and one of them goes to the warehouse and, and, you know, and, and they're, they're all buying from the same distributor. There's a big warehouse that has everything and then they sell it to the shops. They might not do it the same way anymore now with the internet and Amazon and all this stuff. But if one of these shops starts selling boards for a dollar over cost compared to like $5 over cost, the other shops do, the other shops start being unable to compete, right. start buying less from the warehouse, complain to the warehouse being like, yeah, this one shop's just gutting us. Then they'll say, we cut off one shop or we lose five customers. It's not necessarily price fixing. 
But I don't know. It might be illegal. I've heard stories, you know. But uh, I'm down. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. I think that's the answer. What you're doing right there. Yeah. It's literally like just making, you know, this, the Marxists always say everything is politics. Well, then let's make things not politics. Let's do things that aren't politics. Or let's yeah. make music that isn't politics music. You know, or, or it is. Like, you're going to come to a skate shop with a big old Gadsden flag flying above it. Marxists win if everything's politics. I'll, yeah. put, I'll put it this it way. to be that way. True. We'll have a big old Gadsden flag on our skate shop. But when you walk through those doors underneath that Gadsden flag, Mistletoe. followed by Mistletoe. a Molan Labe flag, you're going to get a <laughs> premium quality pro skateboard gear Good for co- cheaper. Good coffee, too. With coffee. Yeah. yeah, you get a free coffee with every board. Yeah. Free coffee. <laughs> Heavy cream included because we're keto. Yeah. But why would, why would any mother, father, or skater be like, I'd rather go to that woke skate shop where everything's 50% more expensive because I'm woke. No, they're going to be like, look, man, dude, the board's a board. I can't afford it. True. And yep. then when they're riding around on a step on snack and find out board and their woke friends are like, why are you riding Tim Pool's board? Because like, it costs 20 bucks, dude. Right. And it's pro, pro quality. Yeah. Shaq did a very similar thing with sneakers. That's right. Because he talked about how a mother came to him and was complaining about how his sneakers were, I think, $100 or $150, and that was unaffordable. Mm -hmm. So he then uh, worked with, um, I forgot what company he worked with, but he made his own shoe line, and he made sneakers uh, $20. And then he was able to get a huge chunk of the market and make uh, a lot of people happy and was able to sell a lot more shoes than a lot of the other competitors that he was going up against because he decided to price them out fairly. Because a lot of the times when you're paying for a product, you're paying for the branding, you're paying for the marketing, you're paying for all the other bullcrap associated with it, which is now associated with the ESG social credit score system, which is meant to indoctrinate you, which is meant to, of course, divide you and to, of course, eventually conquer you. But if you're able to do the opposite of that, let's do it. I'm in. You know... I don't have Disney anymore. Oh, Stefan Mulberry also did a... I want to shout him out because he was around where uh, I grew up. He was a basketball player. He also did a very similar thing. He made uh, his own sneakers, his own clothing line at a very avail- uh, affordable price compared to his competitors. So shouts out to Stefan Mulberry. Um, awesome guy. I don't have uh, Disney anymore because ever since the Uyghur Muslim scandal that happened, I said mm. I would never sign it back up. So I had already had a year subscription. It, it lapsed. But the thing is, I don't... I don't expect people to cancel their Netflix, their HBO, or whatever, because people want entertainment. It's a normal thing people buy. We just need to create something to compete with it so that people are like, I'd rather not watch that. It is very difficult. It is very easy to open a skate shop relative to starting a global media company with you know, subscription service to compete with the likes of the 30 million or whatever Netflix subscribers. But that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about doing. So I think the uh, brick and mortar shop is probably the faster route towards building culture. You know, we obviously with Cast to Cast, All Tales in the Inverted World, Pop Culture Crisis, we here at TimCast are working on creating media products. It's hard to do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to do because, you know, with an online product, let's say Pop Culture Crisis, we need more, we want, we want more people to watch that, talk about pop culture and stuff and uh, have that influence exist. But this is an internet space, meaning there's no location. You just literally have to create the audience. With a physical location, you've got natural flow. So for the building we have now, we open a coffee shop, revenue's basically guaranteed. We can, we can afford to operate it and we can make just enough money to keep it running. Skate shop and everything as well. 
And then we can easily make more and keep doing it, replicate it all over the country, maybe even in other countries, and then have a space where when you walk in to buy a coffee, you look on the TV and what do you see playing as you're ordering a coffee? It's Luke Rudkowski ranting about Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine there were a thousand coffee shops and they were like as ubiquitous as Starbucks. But instead of going in and seeing CNN on TV, you see Steven Crowder or Sticks Nammer or Viva and Barnes mm -hmm. or Middle yep. Maga. Yeah. Yeah. And then regular customers aren't going to, they're, they're going to walk in and be like, oh, what's this? And they're going to be sipping their coffee and be like, oh, that's cool. And that's how we gain access for more people and more cultural spaces. That's the plan, man. Yeah. So maybe we'll franchise it. Maybe yeah. that'll be the plan. And also competitions, just like uh, skateboarding competitions. Stefan Marbury used to have basketball competitions in Coney Island that I used to play in. And he would get the funds from uh, a lot of his uh, bigger kind of companies and the cheaper sneakers he would kind of give out there and then pay for this uh, competition, pay for this larger festival. You, get, you got free sneakers, you got free jerseys, and he would always come through the community and give a lot of the stuff out. And I remember uh, being a young kid in, in Brooklyn at the time, being a part of that, thinking how cool that, that someone in the NBA is coming here and giving back to the community uh, more than all these other people who, of course, essentially sell out and forget where they came from. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, Stefan Walberry was awesome. Shouts him out. Uh, I want to shout him out again because of the impact he had on me playing basketball in New York City. Yeah, I didn't know you played hoops. Yeah, I, I, I mm. love basketball. And uh, that was a big part of my life when I was very young. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great way of uh, staying out of trouble, especially in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do what we got to do, man. We got to build culture. I was, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, Elon Musk, uh, or I think even during the show. And uh, I hung out at a party with a bunch of people in Elon Musk's circle, and they all believe that technology is the solution to the culture war. And I'm like, that's like saying... If we're going to win this war, I need to buy a lot of land. Because everybody knows whoever controls the land wins the war. So by owning the land, it's like, okay, dude, they're going to walk onto your land with guns. Because yeah, right. you have no people on the land. Exactly. The, the challenge is getting the land and people on the land. So they're not, they're not fully there. But buying the land isn't going to give you the battlefield. Mm -hmm. But yeah. that's, that's how they feel. Mm -hmm. So to a certain extent, it, it, it obviously does benefit. You know, like Elon Musk buying Twitter did a lot of really important things. But they genuinely, all these guys are like, yeah, once we control tech, then we're going to, it's like, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like, you can increase awareness. And I look at it like if anybody plays these StarCraft type of games, you can increase your land mass like Tim's talking about, but you need to have people on it for it to really mean something to be able mm -hmm. to protect it. So I think that helps, but that's not the full, full answer. Elon Musk is great in the area of business and engineering and all that. When it comes to the solutions to these issues, I think he's an infant. I think morally he's struggling. We were talking about the Twitter files releases. Is anybody watching the Twitter files? Anybody reading those? I nope. mean, I'm reading them, but no, it's not reaching anybody. And no, I, I think he's struggling. Yeah. Look, man, you know, people get people got mad because I was, you know, Luke and I were eating dinner and I see that one of the Twitter file stories comes out Saturday at like 6 p.m. And then I was like, are you nuts, dude? Not only is it a Saturday when traffic is at an all-time low for the week, but it's dinner time on Saturday. Meaning, like, right. Saturday morning's a maybe. People are waking up and they might check their phone. Saturday, Friday evening is, is rough because everyone's leaving work and going to the bar. Yep. Saturday afternoon, you're done. And I'm like, did they intentionally kill this story by doing so? It seemed like it. Now... They were they they keep doing the stupid thing where they're like you got to slow roll the stories you got to like with with the with the um, Snowden stuff 
Glenn Greenwald and Poitras, they're like, I don't know if it was whose idea it was, but they were like, slowly release the stories to maximize reach. And I'm like, no. What happens is you put out mediocre story, mediocre story, mediocre story. We're done. We're no tired. Much. Not interested. With the Twitter files, they should have released like 10 stories all at once. They should have put the files in a repository and released them and let the entire community have access. Instead, I guess Twitter files came out this morning. No, <laughs> nobody tweeted it. Nobody shared it. Are you serious? I yeah. didn't even, I I didn't, I didn't even know. 15? The last one I saw was 14. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Lee oh. Fang. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, he started the, tw the Twitter okay. files thread uh, 10 hours ago. Wow. So They should have just dropped all the files yeah, if, all at once like WikiLeaks. Yeah, if, right. if I had access to the Twitter files and I released them like how Elon did, like everybody would be destroying me. Right, they'd be like, "What are you doing? Like, who cares? Are you releasing them on a Saturday?" This is a big story too. This is about um, the pharmaceutical industry lobbying big tech to ban people who are anti-vax. Wow, or not even anti-vax. Or calling for cheaper medicines. Right. Yep. And so uh, this this dropped from the Twitter files, and uh, nobody talked about it. Here's what should have happened: He should have dumped all communications because the other issue is Elon Musk is hoping these journalists can find the stories. Big mistake. Yeah, and Matt Taibbi's fantastic, but there's probably something in the Twitter files. I'll give you an example. If I was talking to somebody and said, you know, let's say the email says something like this. Hey, this is uh, Tim from over at TimCast. I was wondering if you can give me uh, uh, an update on the Nollyfoot frontside crooked grind. We were looking at John uh, hitting those slappies and we wanted to get something a bit more substantive. So we needed maybe like a, you know, big heel, back tail, big, big flip out. Matt Taibbi is going to look at that email and be like, I have no idea what this says. And he's going to ignore it. Now, anybody who skates is going to be like, they're filming a skate video. Those are some sick tricks. Big heel, back tail. That's crazy. Like they, we're talking about big inward heel, man. We're not talking about front side. But my point is jargon, esoteric language. Someone might say something like an acronym. One of the pharmaceutical guys might be like, "Yo, we've got a we've got a JN three, uh, you know, out of our backlog files, and this is this is pretty serious." And he's going to be like, I, "I don't know what that is." And then somebody who knows security might mean that this was a Russian hacker who broke in and stole people's medical files or something. Who knows? Mm -hmm. If Elon were to take all the emails and just dump them out and be like, "There you go, everybody," you'd have decentralized investigation. Right. You'd have people in the medical industry being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at this!" Instead, what you get are journalists who are not experts in any of this trying to find the social-sounding stories to publish. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, pharmaceutical companies lobbied to ban content. Okay, I'm not surprised by that. But what about the pharmaceutical companies talking in emails with other executives about adverse effects, monetary policy pertaining to the, to the vaccines, things that a layman could not understand? The journalists are taking a political angle. How were they colluding with each other? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A person who's into medical or pharmaceutical might be like, how were they preparing to sell this? And what were they saying about the, the RN6 codes? Mm. You know, so, I'm making it up.
But let's say like there's an FDA administrative code that gets released with every product. These journalists wouldn't even know what to look for. Instead, we get limited access, put out on terrible times, and nobody even knows it's happening. We need 4chan to, to, to have <laughs> yeah. the files no, now. No, well, actually, not, not even a joke. Not yeah, even no, a joke. No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to take it a little further. I think the Twitter files are a psyop. This is Elon Musk is not. He's. I mean, he might be kind of a novice in a way with the media side of stuff, but he's not stupid. And we know there's still FBI and CIA X, you know, you know, agents there at Twitter right now. Um, Dr. Shiva Arude said that Elon Musk was asked point blank, "Is the portal still open between the government and Twitter?" And he said, "I'll look into it." So it's to me, and then Jim Baker, you probably remember that Jim Baker was filtering the files. When you look at all the Twitter files at the end of each thread, they say, we didn't do the searching. Some a Twitter lawyer did the search. They're not even able to search right. through the data. It, to me, you add all of it up. It's almost like Elon, and this is complete speculation. This is playing chess. Elon, remember he was held up on the deal for a while in, in court. Before he said, okay, I'm going to buy it. Uh, what if Elon was like, I, I got to buy it, but I want people to trust me. So let me go ahead. I, I got to release some information for people to buy into me. So you release some information. You release it on odd hours. You slow roll it. Now, nobody, I didn't even know I've been following this stuff. I didn't even know it was released. So now you've built some trust with the radical people who are paying attention. There's no normie. Around Thanksgiving, I think it was, or, or, or Christmas, I, I was asking normies. Anytime I saw a normie that, you know, we're just chilling somewhere, I was like, Do you, have you ever heard of the Twitter files? Not one person told me they knew anything. I was like, what do you think of Elon Musk? They're like, I hate him. I'm like, why do you, they don't even know him? It, it's a psyop to, in my opinion, affect those who are paying attention to gain trust and um, to buy in. And Elon's, I think it's paying off. How many people do you see on the right you know, kind of bigging him up. And I, I think Elon Musk has been a fraud so far. It could change. But when it comes to his First Amendment stance and the Twitter files, this is a debacle. And uh, uh, to add to your point, maybe that's why the stories get released on Friday and Saturday nights, to make sure they don't actually have any real press impact. Elon? That's the PR 101. Yeah, the question's out there, Elon. Tell us why they're released at this time. Why haven't you released all the files now? Why are the lawyers doing the searching? Well, it could be to try to bring people in for when traffic is low on Twitter in order to build up advertisers. I mean, and then let's be honest here. I think Elon Musk lost uh, more money than anyone else in recorded history <laughs> on, <the deal? laughs> on, on this particular deal. And he, 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 you know, lost a lot. He wagered a lot too. What he's doing with it, is he going to be doing the hive mind? Is he going to be doing the X app, the everything, WhatsApp, oh, WeChat yeah. app? Oh, yeah. I mean, time will only tell. I'm still waiting for the Fauci files, and then I'm going to make my decision after that to to discern what what is going on here. But so far, hey, we did get a lot of crazy yeah. information, especially about the FBI essentially running Twitter, essentially running social media, and deciding who has a voice and not. That's huge. Having those receipts, I mean, that's big right there. So what's happening behind the scenes, I don't know. But uh, I, I want to give him a little bit more of uh, the benefit of the doubt myself. I felt like the it was very cringe the way things happened, and I'm going to be really critical about it. Calling it the Twitter files is like, hee, 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 we're a little group. Look how cool we are. What's the name that you would give him? 
you don't need to name it. Yeah. Just release the data. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the yeah, hell? I agree. <laughs> and then he gives it to like particular journalists. They're like, I'm the one with the power now. And you're like, I can't stand so it. So gross. I always hated it. But it also yeah. prevents uh, connecting the dots because if the general public had it, we could connect the dots between this person and yeah, that person very, and this document. But when you have it in, in so many separate hands, it's, it's very hard to get the bigger kind of story here or even the whole truth here. Yeah, it's almost like um, I do want to give Elon credit because I think the information's true and I think it's good. But imagine if you have the J6 footage and I can't search through it. I have to ask your lawyer to search through it. We want all the footage and just let us search through it how we want. All right, we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member over at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the reasons why we started doing the members segments on the website is because in, in 2020, revenue was bonkers. It was amazing. It was a crazy year for everybody in terms of uh, politics. Everybody was locked up. All they could do was listen to podcasts. January's always our apocalyptic. Like budgets are in the gutter and we just like, you don't make money on advertising. So I was like, that's not sustainable. We need to create something different. And obviously a lot of podcasts had like subscription-based stuff. So that's what we decided to launch. So I will just tell you guys right now, it is because of your memberships, we make it through January and February. Then ads come in and supplement. But uh, the majority of what operates, uh, runs this company is TimCast.com memberships. That is the bulk. So we, uh, we rely on your support if you believe in what we're doing, and we really do appreciate it. That's why we do those uncensored segments, and we're trying to, we're trying to make more. And I think what we're going to do for the, the space we're building is we're going to create like a semi-VIP private, private area where it's like if you're a member of TimCast.com and you show up, you can like come hang out in this like – I'm thinking like maybe Ian's Crystal Cove will be that little special sp- little spot. But then we're going to have a top floor VIP private social club, which will be probably more expensive, something like five grand per year, which is, I know, is a lot of money for a lot of people. Social clubs typically cost a lot more than that. But the idea is there's free drinks, free food, and networking for people who are working on stuff. And that's kind of the point. And, uh, and then, you know, that's the plan. We'll see how it goes. Maybe we can't even do it. Because the reality is, like, the reason we, we settled on that number is because you got to hire staff for it. You've got to have like the utilities paid. You've got to be able to do food and everything. And then we were going through it and we we're like, it actually might not even be possible at that number. It might have to just be like a pay admission thing where it's like, if you come and you want to come in, you pay one time or something, but we'll figure it out. Let's read some super chats. What do we got? All right. James Orenthal Nguyen says, shout out to Supreme Leader Beanie. Met you at Gormelts last month and brought my kids to meet you at Freedom Plaza. Thanks for inspiring the next generation of righteous culture warriors. Respect. Good to hear from you, dude. Glad to see you at Freedom Plaza. That was a lot of fun. Glad to meet, uh, get, get to meet your kids, who you talked about. So, uh, really appreciate it. Gormelts uh, is a pretty cool place too. We got to do it. We got to yes. do an event there. We were, we were planning on doing an event with Gormelts. I don't want to. I don't want to leave Matt Strickland hanging. We're, we're big fans, but uh, we wanted to do a big event over at Gormelts in Virginia because this is a guy who not only is a place of amazing food, but they they also defied the lockdowns and said it's unconstitutional. F off. So. We got to figure something out, man. And I'm talking to him about uh, getting rid of the seed oils and doing all <laughs> butter and lard. I've been having a big conversation with him about that. And he's like, I'm almost there. So, uh, yeah, Gormelt's awesome business that's being punished by the state of Virginia. They took away a big part of their licensing. Stole uh, all booze. Yeah, because they didn't comply with, COVID, uh, with, with the lockdowns, which is absolutely insane. So, uh, yeah, check out Gormelt's if you're in the Virginia area. Support them. All right. Logan Culver says, Tim, you're not wearing your whoop strap anymore. Are they worth the price or what's up with them? Well, I'll give you my thoughts. Uh, at a certain point, I just didn't feel like I was getting anything from it. 
it was it tracks like my heart rate, but I got the sleep eight bed, which is like it's so awesome. You guys know about the sleep no. eight? Luke Luke turned me on to it. Yeah, oh yeah. It is a bed that has a little air conditioning, like it has a temperature control unit. You put distilled water in it, a little hydrogen peroxide, and it can warm or cool each side of the bed. So some days I'm feeling like I gotta get, I'm, I'm hot. It's like it's like a hot day or whatever, and I want a cold bed. Some days it's freezing. You crank it all the way up. Oh, it's amazing. Hmm. But it also tracks your your heart rate heart rate, vari- heart rate vari- variability and stuff like that. So I didn't really need the Whoop anymore. And also I couldn't find any consistency with what the Whoop was tracking. Like, you know, I stopped. Uh, you know, I started doing this routine. Nothing changed. I do this routine. Nothing changes. And ultimately, I was just like, okay, literally nothing is changing on the Whoop day to day. Like when I don't exercise, when I do exercise, I'm like, I can't, I can't figure it out. So there's no point in wearing it. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I, I have seen a correlation and I'm always trying something new and something crazy, especially in the world of health. And it does track uh, the reaction to it. But again, uh, uh, make sure you save your own data and you use anonymous emails with, there's many different things. Uh, don't just give up your information to I'll, all these private companies. I will, I will add one thing. Whenever I would drink any amount of beer the next day, the recovery would be in the gutter. Yeah. Like, I'm like, mm. I am never drinking alcohol again after this. Because before I was like, I don't really drink. I'll have something sometimes. Nah. No, alcohol I had, I had, a, I had a beer, woke up, and the whoop was like, you're dying. And it was like, recovery was like 3%. <laughs> and I was like, what? I have like one beer. And then I was like, maybe it's anomalous. So the next weekend, I was like, oh, oh, I, had a yingling, I had a yingling at the casino. Next day, 3%, apocalyptically bad. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to try not drinking a beer. And recovery was stable. So I'm like, alcohol really does screw up your system. Absolutely. It's yeah. so horrible for you. And especially your sleep. And if you're doing it at night, it's it's like the worst thing for your liver, your brain. It shrinks your brain. Literally. People don't understand this. After my brain injury, one of the things that my neurosurgeon told me was like, it doesn't matter because he's Canadian, like from Saskatchewan. So deep Canadian accent, you know, and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't care if the boys win or lose. You can't have a beer. It's like yeah. the one thing you can't do. Yeah. It damages your brain. People yeah. don't understand this. Very, like, very I, I've been off of booze except for that one time on the show when we celebrated <laughs> the purchase of Twitter <laughs> by Elon Musk. I remember Musk. that, yeah. That was the only the time. Toast. And then yeah. other than that, I don't remember. Awesome. I don't remember any other time drinking. Mm-hmm. And I feel I only amazing. I a teeny little bit. I took a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. Speechless by Michael Knowles. What a great name. <laughs> yeah. Are they he still says, doing that in the chat? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Repeal the National Firearms Act of 1934. It is and always was a gross infringement on the only right that explicitly says it should not be curtailed under any circumstances. Hmm. Funny how that works, isn't it? Was that in response to machine guns being invented? It was because of the gangs. But, you know, the, the, the pistol brace ban is total BS. The ATF is not Congress. They can't just decide you have an illegal thing. Yeah. Oh, we've decided that your brace is illegal now. You can't do that. It's up to Congress to decide that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens, man. Well, they're just trying to register, you know, people right now. And I think it's going to be ruled unconstitutional, just like the bump stock was recently as well. So, But are they, are they appealing that, the bump stock ban? Um, I don't know what's, what's going to happen, but I just know it was repealed once. Yep. I, they're probably going to challenge it again, and it might go to the Supreme Court. I think the bump stock ban was also unconstitutional. The government can't just decree things are illegal. No. Congress has to make a law. All right. Steven says, Hunter paid for everything with money his daddy made for him. That's right. Yeah. And he paid for them. One pissed off if he says $50,000 on rent, $4.99 on Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Yikes. What a, what, a, what a horrible life story. Yeah. He seriously. pulled Parmesan out of the carpet to smoke because so, he was desperate for crack. Damn, dude. Nowhere to go but up. 
<laughs> Kalishnikov says, Tim, I know what's causing all the sudden heart-related deaths. Someone has procured a death note and is writing down all the names. Uh-huh. That's the only explanation. Yeah, Someone got the- like a, a MailChimp ma- email. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, hold on. This is funny, actually. Hacked thing. For those that aren't familiar, uh, MailChimp, ma- yeah, mail, chi- MailChimp. They hacked uh, the database. In, in Death Note, for those that aren't familiar with the, with the manga or the show. A high school kid gets a, a notebook called a Death Note. If you write someone's name in it and a cause of death within physical possibility, it will happen. Yeah. If you write their name with no cause of death, they'll have a heart attack in, what is it, 27 days or something like that? Yeah, there's no, I, don't think, I don't know if the time is, is defined, but they will die. If you write it yeah, more times, sure. they'll die sooner, left like once. I think it's 27 eventually. days or something like that. Yeah. It's time is defined. Mm-hmm. So uh, the main character starts killing criminals he sees on TV and in the news without a cause of death, so they all just randomly have heart attacks. Yeah. Because he wants people to see a pattern. Here's a funny thing. In the show, eventually they, the, 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 the cops find a pattern. They're like, mm-hmm. all these criminals are having heart attacks. Yeah. There must be something happening. In, these day, in this day and age, right now, with all these people having heart attacks, they're like, climate right. change. Right, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's normal. Yeah, it checks out. Normal. What are people saying? 27, is it 27 days? You have six minutes, oh, six minutes, 40 seconds. Not 27 days, is that what it was? Uh, I, I remember it was like it was pretty rapid. Like if you if you'd write someone's name in the book, yeah. it happened pretty quickly. And if you write it more times, oh, like oh right, that's what it was. The, the, it was that you could write up to twenty seven days. I think maybe not twenty seven, but it was like you could write the cause of death and extend the time frame Two, out twenty seven days, something like right, that. Right. right? Yeah. People are saying sixty seconds, six minutes. Yeah, but wasn't it there like he timed things out to where people for people who are who know the show where he'd be like, this guy will die on this date at this time, and he would like write it out weeks in advance or something like that. What did someone say? Six minutes, 40 seconds. Six minutes, 40. Well, there you go. Six minutes, 40 seconds. We get it. That's a death note. Someone's yeah. got it. Yeah. All right, let's grab some more. Mike says, Tim, the Dems are going after Biden so they can justify barring Trump from running in 2024. Good point. It's possible. They go for the documents. They say you got a forfeit. Oh, but that means Trump too. See, we're being fair. Yeah, it's possible. One and 20 million says, I like this guy. He's based. Ian, keep rolling 20s. Buy Bitcoin. Oh. Okay. Yeah, what's Bitcoin up to now? I don't know. Uh, I just jumped. Is it popping up? Yeah. Yeah, it's jumping it's a lot. Over 21K. 21, it is 21.05. Yeah. Yeah. From being down to like 16. Bitcoin. Yeah, I believe in BTC. Yeah. This person's name is Clint Oris. He says... I tried. S- <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you guys? What are you guys laughing about? Uh, yeah. What are you guys laughing about? We'll tell you after the show. Oh, okay. That's uh, a mistake. Uh, Mr. Oris, it's probably a mistake. Says, <laughs> I tried searching Joe Biden, Hunter Biden on Google News tab, and I got a single page of results. And did it say the results are changing rapidly? Check back later. Is the source reputable? So That's how they censor news, man. They will not need to rewrite history. They're rewriting it as we go. Yep. Yeah. All right. Agamemnon's Jim Bag says, this is a motion to have Luke cast during Davos. Mm. I am reporting on the whole Davos thing and having a team of people look at everything that they're doing and uh, covering it on my YouTube channel. We are changed. How's so. it been? Uh, they just started. Today was the opening ceremony, and they were just saying, climate emergency, climate emergency, climate emergency. Give us all your power and money now. And uh, <laughs> that's a short just uh, summary of everything that yeah, was they happening were like, there. Too much carbon dioxide. I was like, well, we can pull it out and turn yeah. it into graphene. They're like, I mean, too much methane. 
I was like, okay, we can turn the methane into carbon dioxide. Cows are the problem. And then here's celebrity with endorsed, uh, you know, saying. And they're vegans. All right. Where were you? Cain Abel says it won't be a pill. It will be a robot. The person in charge will say you can live forever, but you won't. Your soul will not be there. You will be a slave like the Necron. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, you'll uh, they've already they've already recreated you on Facebook AI. You hear the story about how they can uh, take all your posts and messages and everything about you yep. yeah. and then create an AI chatbot based on you. Yep. All they need is They data. can do that when you're alive. <laughs> yeah. They do. Don't be surprised if one day a robot knocks on your door and you open the door, it's you. And you're like, what? And it's like, I'm you. And then it stabs you. And you're like, ah! <laughs> and it replaces you. They, I think all of the networks are combining data. Like all our phones are recording all our words. And mm-hmm. so they'll, they'll, what'll happen is either... A new corporate governance will will come in with the world with a new world order, and we'll be like, "Oh no!" And then they will mandate all the tech companies to compile the data for them to create the Uber consciousness. Uh, otherwise, we can make a you know decentralized authority that would not enforce those kind of things on people. That's that's my yeah. goal. And real quick, the CCP has more data on us than we have on them. Yeah, yeah. So that's a scary thing. It's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Airbnb, things like that, they turn over people's mm-hmm. data to the CCP mm-hmm. to operate in China. Yep. But yep. whereas TikTok, like that's that's something severely lacking. We need to take control of TikTok. Yeah. Well, I think all of them though. Seize TikTok. Yeah. All right. Randy F says, 11 years ago, I got diagnosed with autoimmune disease, Wegener's GPA, lost my kidneys. Last month, I learned there is now a pill to treat and reverse. Wow. Wow. We got to get Bocus some stem cells. What's going on with it? So I'm, we're yeah. just talking about it. And so I have a, a uh, we're taking him to New York and we're going to really? do stem cell therapy. Yeah. 25th, he's a candidate. So he's going to have blood drawn on the 25th. Then he's going to have stem cells put back in him on the 27th. And then we'll keep you guys up to keep you informed on the. But I have to imagine he needs more than one treatment. Yeah, I think there's three over the course of six months. I don't know. We'll find out. It's a multi-treatment, though. Man, I know. I'm worried waiting that long. He's getting thinner and thinner. You know, it's the other. The other. The other route is just wait until he dies. So I'm into it. Yeah. You know, better than nothing. He's uh, he's getting hormones that stimulate uh, red blood cells. And he's getting uh, IV electrolyte therapy, but it's it's been brutal because he he's like sometimes he won't eat, and like mm. we we came back and he like he didn't eat all day, and we have to like try and make it. So I'm putting mm. catnip in his food, and then he'll eat it, which is good, and then he just drinks water nonstop. Do you notice wow. with cats where like they won't eat, won't eat, and then you like crouch down next to him and pet them, and then they just start eating? Like if it's a mood thing, like if they get into a mood, they'll just start eating. Oh, man. I don't know about all that. All I know is. You put some cat drugs in his food and he eats it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like humans are the same way, you know. Cancer patients smoke smoke some pot and uh, they yeah. start eating. You know, mm-hmm. that's why we need medical uh, medical advancements. Medical marijuana. I don't know if that's what you were going to say. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I just mean like general adva- advancements. It's like not just marijuana. There's a bunch of stuff like the guy's uh, kidney pills. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. true. Stem cells, man. People were saying that stem cells was like taken from babies, and it's like turns out they can get it from you. Yes, they're going to get Bucko's own stem cells. All that's coming from his own fat and blood. From his own body, and then they replicate it and then put it right back in. And then it, what? Yeah, it's crazy. It goes to where the damage is and starts repairing it. That's crazy, mm. man. But I'm I'm concerned that if his kidneys are totally shut down and dead, it won't do anything. Yeah, the kidneys have to be like 
still there. But they are. They they let me know due to his test results that he's a viable candidate because his kidneys are still at like stage three renal failure. It hasn't quite entered stage four renal failure. And we got him on the kidney food and the medicine, so hopefully it's like stabilizing. Yeah, low phosphorus or something. Mm-hmm. All right, let's grab some more super chats. All right. Josh V says, saw an article or something a couple weeks back that said to, to the effect, we are a few years away from all encryption being obsolete with quantum computing advancements at the current pace. Yep, I've been talking about that for yeah, a then, few years now. But then we'll have quantum encryption. Hmm. Hopefully. Not hopefully. It's, 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 well, it's, the people who develop it might keep it uh, for themselves, right? They might not release it to the public or they might just uh, man, privatize could it. could you imagine quantum encryption? The, the, the keys are changing in real time in superposition? Yeah, they have things called time crystals where it's, the crystal is in motion and, and it's the actual motion of the crystal itself that's, uh, that's the shape of it, is the motion of it. So they're wow. using that for encryption tactics. Hmm. Wow. C2 Gaming says media matters are the perfect example of professional bigoteering. Look at the definition. It needs to be used more frequently. Okay. Yeah, we want to look up bigoteering. Bigoteering. That's a good word. Yeah. All right. S.A. Federale says, 2024, hear me out. Both go to prison. Bump stock Donnie gets... Uh, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Trial by combat. Winner gets to run. Loser stays in the yard forever. Also, if you thought Enigma encryption was good, wait until you hear about WEP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bump stock Donnie. I remember uh, Bump stock saying Donnie. that on the after show. <laughs> Bump stock Donnie. A couple days Donnie. ago. Yeah, yeah. Wes Eisman says, Tim, did you do a dark slide this weekend while skateboarding? You know why I would never do a dark slide? It ruins your grip. What's yeah. that? It's when you flip the board over, you, you like kick flip or heel flip, and then slide upside down on the board. Oh. Mm. And it just mutilates the top of your board. Yeah. Mu- so like, it's a cool trick for like the end of your board's life to get on film and then not do again. Yeah. I don't know. No dark slides for me. No, I did a, a Nolly Gazelle second try. Real smooth, too. Sounds like we need to develop a material that will allow it to slide, but also maintain grip. Yeah, what, there's also, they have this, like, foam rubber grip, which, like, doesn't destroy your shoes, and it works. I'm not a big fan, of though. I like my sandpaper. Yeah. I think it works. Pinochet's Helicopter Tours says, World War II German concentration camps used IBM punch cards. Yep. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> now imagine if all, everyone had cell phones back then. Yeah. True. Or in China. Or in Russia. Just Jimmy says, shout out to Raymond. Chat isn't the same without you. Tim, load up some local honey. D3 and a shout of the good stuff. Great guest. Heart the Ripperverse, Ripperverse shirt. Oh, priest. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big... When I got uh, red-pilled, right when the pandemic started, the summer of love, I started finding Comic Dave Smith, Eric July. Shout out to them, man. The Libertarian Party is for real. On Timcast, there is a great article on Renal Reset, the best article that was written. Um, I forget who did it. was Chris wrote the article, I believe. And um, the Libertarian Party is for real. Shout out to the Mises Caucus. I'm a fan. Yeah, the Mises guys are great. We got to have uh, Dave on soon. He's doing, a, he's doing a show out in Maryland, I think, on what, the 27th? Oh, man, Dave, come through. Uh, I think we're going to go there. Awesome. But we're trying, to figure oh. out a, we're trying to figure out a date Dave can come back. Excellent. So we just got to figure it out because we're, we're booked up solid. So we're like, let's see what we can do. But uh, I think we'll be at Dave's show. That's Dave's plan, great. Dave can be funny, but he can also like give you the oh. most based red oh. pilling of information about the Saudis. War. He's just so great. He knows yeah. so much stuff. Yeah, it'll be cool, it. though. So uh, you want to you look up, actually, when his show is at? Oh, sure. yeah. What is this, Dave Smith? Dave Smith's show. 
What's his website? Because I think we'll all be there. That'd be really cool. Everyone should show up. We'll sell out the place. Everyone will laugh. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get hot dogs or something. I love it. Yeah, you did the, it would be a live show, right? With people there? Or? Well, Dave's doing stand-up. Oh, when, okay. When is yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. Did you see in Maryland? Did you find it? Coming up. Well, well he's looking at 27th, I think. Is it there? Mm, no. no. What's going on? Huh? Perryville, Perryville, Maryland. Oh, there it is. What one's the date? January 28th. 28th. How's that by day? Cool. January 28th, Saturday. Be there, be square. We'll be there. That sounds cool. Well, uh, the plan is Saturday, right? Yeah. The plan's to be there. I got nothing else going on, right? All right, we'll grab some more Super Chats. All right, Winston Alexander says, Chat GPT is woke. I asked, where are the consenting adult females attracted to older, balding, overweight men. It's answer, it is not appropriate to make derogatory or objectifying statements. Well, no, Libs of TikTok uh, tweeted earlier today, I don't know if you saw it, she asked, she asked it something positive about gender-affirming care, and it answered. Then she wanted something like a tweet, like against it, and it said, no. I can't do it. Yep. Now, that is scary, considering how powerful AI is going to be. Yep. Woo! Yeah. And where it's getting its data sets from. Yeah, yeah, that should need, needs to be open source. And then source. Sheila Lee, um, I don't know if you saw this, um, Sheila Lee, uh, Lee from Texas did a hate bill today. Well, it's not going to go anywhere because yeah. nobody's going to sign it, but that mentality banning, combined with AI. Was that the bill about banning white supremacy? Yes, scary and, stuff, even and, though it's not going anywhere. But people need to understand white supremacy by them is not oh. <laughs> you know, white supremacy. It's like anything in support uh, of America. I'm a white supremacist to them. Exactly. So, <laughs> so saying stuff like you should work hard, that's hate speech. Yep. Yeah. And the bill said that if you say something on a platform that another person can see and then they act violently, you conspired to commit hate crime. That's stochastic terrorism, right? That's I guess. And you know what they're going after? I think the most powerful thing like online, uh, you know, other than meeting people in person are the memes. Mm -hmm. They're going after the memes. I think I, I had a, uh, I had a guy on my channel, uh, C3P meme. Excellent. He's the guy who did, I don't know if you saw the um, Sanford and Son memes where he put Trump's face on Red Fox and everybody, it doesn't matter what your politics are, they all love it. I bet you they would go after like simple memes like that. All right, here's an important one. Clint Torres says, Tim, which is healthier? Heavy cream or sugar-free organic coconut milk? I know heavy cream is far more tasty, which screams less healthy. I actually think um, both are, are very, very good. Uh, sh like no sugar added organic coconut milk is like one of the healthiest things ever. It is fatty and coconut oil is really, really good for you. Heavy cream probably is worse for you, but I don't think it's that much worse for you. I don't know. What do you think, Ian? I would think that the coconut milk would be the best but i do think they're both really, there's a lot of somatic cells in in dairy which are like right. i don't know are there cancer they're not cancer cells but they're just cancer like, causing but on top of that coconut oil will be mct oil too which right. is medium well, chain triglyceride yes which means that and, your brain can work faster on them basically and i think they used to use coconut water as saline yeah that's true like when people were bleeding that's out in the war they take a coconut and they wow. plug it in because yeah because it, it could be it could yeah. it could keep your blood pressure up correct so uh Oh, a somatic cell, for the record, is any cell of the body except for sperm and egg cells. Oh, uh, for some yeah. reason, they're allowed, the dairy industry is allowed to have a certain number of somatic cells found in, in milk and stuff. all food have that then? Yeah, it's kind of vague, but what I've heard is that the, it's Wouldn't actually the, um, the the pus is like, they'll be like, oh, somatic cells, they're talking about how much yeah, pus but, they dude, have dude, in their come milk. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 
get organic farm fresh heavy cream. Yeah, because a lot of it's the antibiotics yeah, from sure the non-organic that. stuff. Exactly. Yo, we, we go to Mom's Organic and we get this glass bottle organic cream and the taste is just incredible. It's yeah. like when you see those cows hooked up to machines, they get infections on their udders and then you're mm. drinking the infected, oh. like that's the stuff to stay away from. Yeah, but you, so, so just go for the organic stuff. But um, when, I was, when, I was, when I went to the dairy farms in California, the cows are free range. They choose mm. to get milked. The cows walk to the machine, the machine milks them, and then they're happy and they walk out. Yeah, because mm. yeah, if the milk builds up and they can't get it out, it hurts them. Right. Mm -hmm. So they walk in the machine, they're like, get it. And then the machine, yeah, 10 to 12 gallons of milk per day. Mm. Like, that's what I'm told. That's crazy. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com because we do rely on your memberships to keep the ship a-sailing especially in January, because January is like adpocalypse month. There's no budgets in, you know, contracts paid out last month, so like very little revenue comes in through ads. But uh, because of all of you who are members, we don't got much to worry about. So that, that really does mean a lot to us. So serious thank you all to the members. We're going to have that members-only show coming up for you in about an hour. So don't miss it. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. Osiris, do you want to shut anything out? Oh, yes. Well, thanks a lot for having me. First of all, you guys are class acts. Shout out to Cassandra McDonald. Um, great time. Uh, follow me anywhere. Twitter, uh, YouTube. The website is Middle MAGA. And I, I want to put a human face, humanize the MAGA movement. I really think it's the most beautiful movement of my political lifetime. And then the Mises Caucus and the Libertarian Party is second. So if you agree, if you're interested, um, we got people of all different perspectives. I have people on the populist left come on. So um, holler at me. What was the website again? Uh, uh, MiddleMaga.com. .com. All right. yep. Thank you so much for coming on. That was great. Uh, really appreciate your voice on here. Uh, my website is LukeUncensored.com. It is my members area. I did a video today on all the things that I can't say here, specifically about Pfizer and the four Pfizer celebrities, one of which blocked me. You want to know which one blocked me? Check out the video that I did today on LukeUncensored.com. Also, a lot of people are asking when I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to be leaving this week, so I'll miss you guys. Oh, oh, so, no, that's fine. We got a way better replacement. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> only going up from here. It's the cat. You guys can find me anywhere on the internet at Ian Cross. I'm happy to be here. And also, Cyrus, I wanted to shout out your Twitter page, Stuck in the Mid. It's Stuck N, the letter N, D-A-M-I-D, if anyone wants yes. to follow you on Twitter. Good to see you, man. Yeah, thank you. Nice meeting you. Hell yeah. And uh, I am at Serge Dupria or Serge.com. My name's Serge Dupria. I'm Serge.com everywhere on the internet. Uh, it's been a really good show. Pleasure meeting you. And uh, yeah, I am really going to be sad to see Luke go. Damn right. Thank you. <laughs> at least everybody. someone here is. <laughs> we will see you all over at TimCast.com for the members only show in about one hour. Thanks for hanging out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.